Hello and welcome to another episode of the Classic Pinball Podcast. My name is George. His name is Dave. I didn't get to do this very well the last time, Dave. Hello, Dave. Hello, George. I heard nothing. I saw it, but I heard nothing. I put it right in the mic. <laughs> well, it didn't work. Dave is having, I'm going to guess, a Trogues. How'd you know? Well, because that's what you drink. Anyway, I got started a little early, so I'm already shot out of the can and I'm ready to go. Dave and I, for all you new listeners, we do not discuss what we're going to talk about. And I had nothing on a blank page of paper this morning, and now I have got a full page. So we're going to start with the top. Well, there was last true. year's. It- episode it's, it's, in november it's good you have some time in your hands <laughs> no i don't i don't we'll get to that in a minute okay i i've actually been very busy but a year ago we published a show called turkey and bull oh yeah and i know you don't remember it and i certainly don't want to remember it it sounds familiar didn't you bring an el toro into your shop I did. And that was the that was the show. Our lowest rated show at least last year. I'm guessing this year and it might even be the year before. They're very surprised not many El Toro lovers out there. I'm shocked. <laughs> so we'll switch to another Bally game. I saw this on Pinside today. I haven't been looking that often but i thought this was if you're a car person and you don't really care about gameplay how about a ground shaker pretty good looking for 1550 that's a pretty good deal we're gonna come back to that that was a well i might as well say it pinball pricing has been a subject of many a podcast and our good friend from australia grant also suggested that we talk about it but we're not going to talk about it right now you tell me when you're ready to have a story or two i'm trying the last time uh the last time we met our heroes when was that was that mid-october I know that I had two segments, but I don't remember the rest. And I said to myself, you know what? I think moving forward, I should at least listen to the podcast before we record. Because I have absolutely no idea other than I did a one-minute blurb on Maltese uh, Brewery down in Fredericksburg yep. with the 50-cent machines. And... The uh, Keith Christensen uh, Houston, you know, arcade pinball expo extravaganza that I didn't go to. Other than that, I don't remember what we talked about. Well, I know October 24th, I was the last time we recorded. So I've got a lot of, uh... oh, I know. I, I get a, a lot of stuff has gone on in between that, a lot of uh, service calls. A lot of interesting cast of characters. Uh, a lot of strange phone calls. 
it, it seems that that my business is I'm getting I was getting calls from the other day in the same day, a call from Quebec looking for service on a machine and a call from Kentucky. And the prior day I had a call from Arizona. So I, I don't know. And I even at some point I, I said, hey, I know you, I can't really help you, but, you know, because I'm you know, let you want to play for a flight. But uh, how did you find me? No, I'm thinking maybe it's a pin side thing or something, but no, they Googled me. And I guess there's no one out right, in the area. Not, not to interrupt, but you just got done doing well, some work on your website. Well, it's not, it's, it's in, it's a work in progress. It is, we're still in the brainstorming thing. We're still. Oh, so that's stuff. got no effect yet. Nope. This is just pure Google doing it. And I guess one, the, the Quebec lady, she, I guess I was on six pages down. I guess it was like nobody. I guess I was the one that stood out the best out of six pages. And okay, how about how about desperation? Yeah, I, it's it's great. But then the same, I, I think around here. I mean, I get I have you know uh, service calls put out into you know late November, early December, and I got plenty of work going on. But you know the phone has been ringing a lot. Um, like around this area. Now I don't know if I if I fixed everything by now or uh, or what, but it's weird. So um, either that or what Steve Young said, like pinball is down. His, his parts, like we talked last time, his his uh, part sales are down. Other technicians that call him to get parts, their service calls are down. Um, so the economy might start. I think it's starting to kind of affect the. Uh, you know, if you're going to eat or play some pinball, I guess uh, eating takes priority, heating your home. Well, you can always bust up the cabinet of your pinball and throw it in the fireplace if you're really desperate, but that's oh. awfully expensive firewood. Then I was down at uh, tonight. I was grabbing some uh, beer of choice at my local establishment there, liquor store. Nice guy owns a place. Um he definitely, every time I come in, he and I, you know, and I, I don't go, I, may, I might see me once every two weeks buy a six pack. And uh, he always had a smile on his face because he remembers, I'm the guy, I'm the guy that didn't, never wore a mask, <laughs> didn't do any of that crap the whole time. And he remembers me for it. And he, and, and I would. Because well, always... you're, you're the only face he could see. Exactly. But but he he wasn't down with it either. But he had to do it. But he he liked my moxie of rebelling against stupidity, and uh, and he still remembers it. And so he, so he still and he has a great rapport with me. It's like he just knows that I'm, you know, I got some chutzpah, you know. So it was cool talking to him and taking and getting the beer and so forth. Um, yeah. So I just that was another cool little thing today. But I've got a lot of um. A lot of service calls. A Road Kings. We did. Uh, I went to John Jolly. We went. We went to go see him. Well, you got. We'll, you'll talk about that at the end. That's we got, okay. we got two things we'll talk about at the end. Okay. The hol the holiday. And John. Oh, wait. Go back again. I was getting whispered by Caramel in my ear here. What, I what, said, "There's two things we'll talk about at the end." Okay. John. Yep. And the holiday. Okay. Which oh, holiday? The, ho the holiday. 
Which one? Thanksgiving. It's oh, a that week one. Away. No, no, no. We we don't. There's no Thanksgiving. God, stop! Away. Stop! Don't. It's all Christmas. It's all we'll Christmas. come to that too. There's no money in Thanksgiving. That's why no one doing. No one has it out there just, in the store. Just leave, leave that alone. Okay, I'll leave it alone. Don't ruin it. I won't. Uh, let's see. Theater of Magic went back there. Do some more work there down the Cape. Went to Chatham. Worked on a No Good Gophers. Uh, they, they love you down in uh, retirement land. Don't they, they do. That's my. That's my new. That's my uh, emerging market down there. Um. Went to go see Brit Floyd out in Kingston, New New York, the other day. Oh, uh, how was that? That was really good. I was surprised how good that was. That was really, uh, that was really good. I mean, I I like I saw Australian Pink Floyd a couple years ago, and I was blown away by that. But these guys sounded really just like it. Uh, they had a really good groove, and uh, the problem with the venue though is the venue. You know, they sold. You know, well, first of all, how how big a venue? Oh, I don't know. You talked to me about this, but we haven't talked. How about many people were in? Fifteen hundred was the max capacity. Oh, so smaller. Small, small. So oh, an old one, like maybe from nineteen ten, the thing was made. You know, so an old theater. Old theater, and it's a nonprofit theater. So they go, they got to go by certain rules or something. Maybe. Well, here's a really dumb rule. How about a rule where you can't bring any, even buy a drink there, water, whatever. You cannot bring it to your seat. So everybody has to go and drink or whatever out in the, you know, mezzanine or whatever out, out there and you buy the stuff and you can look through a window and see the concert while you're sucking down a beer and chug-a-lugging, uh, being Frank the Tank. But um, people, there's old people in there watching an old show. There's a lot of people over 50, 60, whatever. And so they get, they're, they're, they're the, uh, the money the money spot yeah well they're also the people that need water and they're they're gonna have a problem because <laughs> they're on all kinds of meds and the meds <laughs> they need to take their water and you know so these people are all drying up they're all coughing and stuff and they you know they don't want to leave the seat because it's a really good show going on but they have to go get a water and then suck it down you can't even bring it in bring a water in with you it's stupid so that kind of was the only thing that kind of tainted a little bit besides you know that that doesn't seem like a very friendly place to go see a show. Well, it's New York, so there you go. Oh, oh, never mind. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Um, I got a couple other things. Go ahead. I need mine. What's it called? You want to hear? You already heard, but our audience hasn't. So I started setting up my machines. Oh, this one. Okay. Oh, this one. So I set up Matahari, Supersonic, Xenon, Knight Rider, Harlem Globetrotters, Bobby Orr Power Play, and Skateball. All working. And there's one glaring omission. Well. Right. Well, right. And you heard from me twice. And mm -hmm. I and I did say this, and you should remember. I said this in the last show. My biggest reservation of taking all those machines 500 miles is Centaur. And I was right. But not for the reason I thought. I think you destroyed Centaur. That's what you did. No, I didn't. Actually, if you didn't have an extra ball, you'd be like, oh, this game's great. It works. But then all of a sudden, it's like... Uh, 
uh, how do you say this eloquently? It'd be like a 75 or 80 year old man trying to uh, have children with a young woman. They just don't stream fast enough. Ah, what? That's a very bizarre <laughs> way to think about it. Uh, you know, though, but kudos for him for trying because, hey, why the hell not? Give that a good shot. <laughs> so uh, the ball launcher on Centaur doesn't work very well. Just leave it at that. Mm. Yeah, 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 I know. You're trying to think of something very creative to say. Trying. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. But but out of out of eight machines to have only one with issue. Well, and man, I got to tell you, Dave. Yeah. Two things. One, I'm gonna I'm going to tell you that I miss playing your games. Oh, how come? I have I have some great games. Yeah. But I have a handful of player games. And I still love them. I don't care. There's stories behind them, and that's why you hold on to them. But playing your games, you know, I, I've had the opportunity, and not many people have. It it's there's a, a distance between how my games are set up and yours. How's that? All right, and your and your games are no slouch. You get your games play well. You know? I, I had fun playing my games. I It's been a long time. It's really weird. But I also found something very strange. I thought I only had one really weird Octo Rectifier game. Actually, I have two. Last show, we talked about Knight Rider and how I soldered all the wires onto the Rectifier board and then had Molex connectors and connected everything up and you were like why did you do that yes and because i could well supersonic lo and behold i haven't had that game up in a long time um same thing <laughs> he's stunned he doesn't even know what to say are you saying supersonic you said it doesn't no. I'm. I, I, it has the same octo rectifier oh, okay. type setup as Knight Rider. Okay. I have to. I have to take a picture or a short video and have you put it out on your website because, right, right. Well, you can make all the faces and comments you want. <laughs> it's. <laughs> it works. Yeah, well, like I said, that's what uh, Chris Hutchins does, and he's when a guy has a broken flipper, he'll just send him out a whole thing. But then the guy still has to take. I, it I have several games like that, Dave, but those are my player games, and I said this in the last show or shows before. If you're going to learn how to do things, do them on cheap games. Yeah, I didn't pay a lot of money, a hundred dollars for Night Rod. Yeah, there's a lot of parts in it, but you know that's how you learn. Supersonic, $400. Same thing. Bobby Orr, I've done it on that game. Same thing, $400. Those are the games you experiment on. You don't do it on a Centaur. You don't do it on you know really nice $10,000 games that are now only worth $8,000. Well, 
if you're if you're CPR back in the day, or actually Halifax Pinball, you sure did because you made you went for Fathom for a playfield to redo way back when, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. It was the most one of the most complex artworks to, to do. And it came out uh, not too good because the wood was too thin and all kinds of problems with the with the thing. But yeah, they went for the they went for the gold on that one. Um and it's a shame it took a long time for CPR to make the correct one uh better. They really should have, I don't know, aimed a little lower. <laughs> they aimed a little well, too that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Why, you know, if you want to learn how to solder, if you want to learn how to crimp, if you want to learn how to repair a game, don't do it with the Porsche. Do it with the gremlin. Well, right. even those are worth money now, but you get my point. I get it. Hey, uh, I got a uh, a quote request the other day, and that's on my website. You can, you know, click a button, and you fill out all your stuff. You know what the game name is, and blah blah blah. So I got this really cryptic one, and you know it says name, city, and state, email, what kind of machine. So so name the name this guy called himself is the Night Rider. This is from ten days ago. And the sitting state is Australia, Victoria. So then it's like, okay, I think I know who this is. <laughs> and so uh, it says, the title of pinball machine, Centaur. How long have you owned it? A little too long, I'd say. Did you buy it from a private party or eBay or pinball sales company? Answer, my mate's brother's second cousin's ex-girlfriend's father worked for a guy that I bought it off of. Has your game been worked on previously? You better believe it has, Doc. I've pretty much hacked everything. Sticker says, last service, 1982. I can fix cars, so I don't see this being any different, really. I just don't have all those fancy tools like you do. <laughs> then, then it says, please describe the issues you're experiencing with your game. The ball keeps draining before I can roll it. I can't tap pass on the left. Oh, yeah, the left flipper doesn't work. Probably it's need not Grant. Yeah, it's Grant. <laughs> It's Grant. He was punking you? He was. <laughs> Probably needs those white rubber bandy things also as they they all burnt off in the fire. Would you like your game to undergo our exclusive day spa treatment where it fix all the issues and give your game a good once over and refresh? Uh, and he's wrote back, yes. Good. He said yes. And he said, what is your budget? I said, what is your budget? He says, I'm hurting, Doc, so look after me. I'll supply the beer. <laughs> How did you hear about us from George and that crazy podcast? <laughs> Are you looking to have the work done by a certain date today? If possible, but tomorrow is fine. Uh, let's see additional information. I'm thinking it will probably just be a fuse. <laughs> <laughs> I can help you fix it when you get here. So I expect it'll be a little cheaper. So there you go. So that was that was grand. Well, that's a good lead into my game. Okay. So the game we didn't talk about, and we've talked about it on so many podcasts. I'm sure people are, you know, going to cover their ears now. But my centaur did not work with the ball launch. Do you think your prescription might fix it? Do you think Grant's? prescription might fix it 
Or do you think John's prescription might fix it? Or do you think it's a combination of all three? Did John give you a prescription yet? Yeah, he said the upper right uh, 28 or 25 connector on the solenoid driver board might be the culprit. And he also said, and this is why I bring it up, the fuse holder, most people clip those things out and put new ones in. My question is, why? Um, on the playfield, the playfield fuse. Yeah, the playfield one. Yeah, because Bally, it was Bally junk. They use a piece of crap one that um, the springiness of the fuse clips was was garbage. It barely held on, and so the new ones are nice and springy. They have a nice tight connection to the fuse. So I always standard procedure on all Bally's. I swap that puppy out. I put a brand new one in there. Okay, so. I'm 0 for 2. Didn't do that. Bad boy. And all the original connectors are still, for the most part, in Centaur. Hmm. I call them the zero zero insert, but some people call them the knife blade. Other people call them, you know, nasty words. Well, wait. Well, hold on a second. So your Centaur... um, those are made to fold down unless you took the heads off. Did you they're fold down or took I off? I took the head off. Okay, so there you go. So you took off connectors. So there you go. So what has changed since a working centaur and not working centaur is you undid connectors and put connectors back on again. Well, oh, like, like I told you in the last episode, I knew this was coming. Yep. This is the game that I have not done. And I didn't do it for a reason because it worked. But guess think, what? Now it doesn't work. I think John is going to be the winner on this one because he's the one that actually, I just figured out just now, but he's the one that identified like what has changed. The connector. The connector has been moved. Everything else is staying. Everything else is He didn't stay. ask me that, though. No, he didn't. But but somehow he inferred it or, or whatever. But it's, uh, well, he's John Boy Genius. So somehow he, he figured that out. But it makes <laughs> I knew that was coming. But it, it totally makes sense now that he says it. Because I'm I was going with, with transistor, which it could be a weak tip 102. It's possible, but but it was working before and it traveled a little bit, you know. It's it worked it worked before, but again, I don't know how it should work. So you know, could it work? Better than it worked before, probably. How so, about did you? Did you try reseating that connector? And I that? haven't done it. Nothing. I, I, when you have seven games you haven't had, you really don't care about the eighth game that doesn't work. And it's been so nice out. We haven't gotten to that yet. It's been so nice out. You know, it was seventy degrees today. It's like I'm not staying in the basement to. You know, I know that's how you earn your living. But I don't earn my living that way. Yeah, I don't yeah. have to go in the basement. I'll wait till it's raining and you know crappy out. Believe, and oh, I'll yeah. go play with it. Believe me, I I know the feeling because it's a gorgeous day outside. Like and it's you know mid November right now, heading into late November, and we had like a fifty degree day, a sixty degree day. It's bright and sunny outside. It's warm. There's no way I'm working in the basement. Because uh, I want to be outside. If I'm not exercising or walking or t- or taking a little jog or whatever, I'm taking my work outside on the, on the deck. 
which is what I've done the past two days. I've worked on uh, Buck Rogers that uh, it's coming out great um, for the past two days outside. But what kills me is these short days. These the, the, the night comes quickly, like 4, 430 gets dark. It's like, oh, you know, what a buzzkill. But uh, but I love um, I love working outside. If I had to work in the basement, it would kill me today. Uh, and I, I feel I feel for any people that got to work for corporate. Although these days they got to, they get to work from home a lot of times, so it's actually better. But back in the day, a couple of years ago, you had to go in on a beautiful day, and you're working all day in a cubicle and looking outside, and your prairie dog, and and you can't get out. You got outside maybe for lunch hour for like 15 minutes, and it's like, oh, no, not for me. <laughs> so I got to be outside in the fresh air, sunshine, getting my vitamin D, and and uh, working on games. There's nothing like it. It's best. Putting on a nice podcast. Well, that, that that brings me to what I've been doing the last two days. What have you been doing the last two the days? The house is all LED'd out. What does that we mean? We talked about this. Does that mean Christmas or does that mean in your uh, LEDs in your living room? No, LEDs what? outside. I've been doing the front of the house. Ma Maureen just said that's awful. <laughs> That's funny. Grinch. <laughs> You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You know what? I think, you know why? Maureen, she probably envisions blue garish lighting. Oh, yeah. White and blue, man. Ugh. It's awesome. No, no. It's, oh. the, it's the ice oh. house. Ugh. Nah. It is blue. So it's a blue. So it's not a nice, not a warm light. It's more of a blue kind of cold light. Are you saying? Maybe I thought it looked pretty nice, but you know, hey, to each his own, Grinch. What happened then? What did Whoville they say? That the Grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day. So so you're an LED guy. Uh-oh. I love LEDs for Christmas. Uh, no. I won't put them in my pinball machines, but I, I have a, I have okay. a song. Deck the pins with LEDs. Fa la 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 la. Make it stop. Turn it off. Turn it off. I don't think so. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. All right. Well, I need to see some pictures of that. Well. I'll just say one column, 600 LEDs on 160 feet of light string by myself. Wow. Right. Not a lot of fun. Use it woods. Why don't you get, uh, you know, uh, John there and help daddy out? Uh, John, John <laughs> was in Florida. And I don't know if you saw the weather. Mm. Twenty inches of rain in Fort Lauderdale yesterday. That's a lot of that's a lot of rain. Wow. So I don't know. I don't even know if he's home. No, he helped me. Oh God! Without him, lifting head. How do you do this? Me lifting heads and putting them on pinball machines, and then putting the bolts in. And not wrecking anything, including your back or psyche. 
Uh, sometimes I have I have Maureen help me, um, but sometimes I'll just kind of. Well, I had Janice help me, but that's usually low on the list. Yeah, I I, I wouldn't think Janice would be into it that much. Well, just I like I I like being married. Okay. <laughs> so um, yeah, so I I have a whole technique on that. I just can kind of you know, hold the head up there if I'm doing it by myself and just kind of get uh, one bolt in, next bolt in, get them kind of there and then, you know, get her done. Have it ready. But uh, yeah, four player EMs, those are not fun to do by yourself. No way, way too much weight. Uh, uh, it's even uh, Williams heads, like Gorgar or whatever, heavy. Well, no, uh, the old Bali heads with the transformer. Oh, that was heavy. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, the centaur heads are great. That's no problem. Oh, you know, that was the easy one. He, he was he was liking me for that one, but the other ones, he was like, "Dad, you know, you know, he's deadlifting it up." I'm like, "Okay, I'll help you." You know, boom, get it up, and just it's not fun. No, I know why people don't move. I know why people don't move pinballs. I know why people don't sell pinballs. I know why. Wives call people like you and say, can you get this pinball out of my house? How much? Free? Oh, I'll be right over. I get it. Exactly. I get it. Do you have a Mr. T? You need a Mr. T. No. No, I don't have a Mr. T. I kept thinking about that. I should have gave you one of mine. I have an extra Mr. T. I should have gave you one of mine. Uh, Well, when when you come to visit, you can give me a housewarming gift. How's that? Fair enough. Fair enough. I like it. Um, I got a well. We got we have five minutes on this segment left, um, and then once this five minutes expires, then it has to do its little spool and blah blah blah. So just let you know. Anyway, <laughs> then we can go again for round two. Um, okay. You got to tell some stories. I'm done. My okay. my list. I've been crossing a lot of stuff off. Well, I got a story. Where's where's the mail from today? You get that over there? Want me to get it? What is it? The mail from Clover. Oh. So, you know, so Clover Food Lab, uh, out in Cambridge. You know, I've yeah, had, they went bankrupt. Oh, you, you don't go to Z on me. That's what my wife does. Maureen does that all the time. <laughs> hold on a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, Mr. Wall Street Journal, just hold on a second here. All right. No, Boston, Boston.com. I'll cut it out. Okay. Start okay. over. All right. Start over. All right. So, anyway. So, so I'm I get, not cutting. I'm not cutting it out. I didn't think so. So, so I get the mail today, and I see an envelope, and it says, "It says Clover Food Lab on it," and it's like, I didn't do any work for them. Oh, maybe it's like a, uh, you know, a 10.99 because I think I did work from earlier this year. It's like okay, that could be that, but it's kind of early for a 10.99. It should be that's in December, January, not now. So that's kind of weird. And then, then I'm thinking back, it's like, oh yeah, I, I did some work for them, but it's with them, it was always kind of, you had to wait for your money, fight for your money. You had to, uh, I had to explain to the manager who they constantly keep changing the management over there in Cambridge, uh, that these games are, you get very complex games here. They're on 24 seven. You got, uh, it's a, twi- a Twilight Zone and a Medieval Madness. 
who the owner or somebody bought on they bought some nice examples of them back in the day someone really did a good job on them but they got beat the piss out of and they put them on 50 cents a play <laughs> and 24 7 play for 50 cents a play 50 cents okay cheap. that's that's great it's cheap constantly being played and i had my my card in there at one point and once in a while every couple months i i'd get a call i get an email like oh the this thing isn't working right. It's like, well, tell the management there to call me back in, you know. But I, I gave it the old college try. I kept like doing all my good stuff in these games. But doesn't matter what I do. It's like being in a an arcade twenty four seven. Things are gonna break. Things are gonna have a problem. And I try to tell this guy, well, why? I just called you three months ago, and now it's broken again. It's like, right, but they, yeah. they didn't. They didn't have the the most simplistic games either. No, they had like high end. I mean, games. if you're going to have something toys. that's going to be on 24 seven, right. have something that's going to be ruggedized. Right. Not... Don't put all these games of toys in them. Get like a classic Bally that's simple, like a, a Knight Rider. Or well, don't put a Centaur ball. in there. No, no, no. Put like a Knight Rider eight ball. Right. Anything like that. It, you know, it'd right. be way better off. So, you know, so then, you know, I got paid the last time, like, I don't know, six months ago. But the guy was just kind of a little, kind of weird, and just kind of like, and I, I gave him a break on the price. He was kind of like, he's got a little weird on me. It's like, whatever, dude. And it was always a pain the a pain in the neck going parking in Cambridge, and you had to always go out and make sure you put quarters in the meter and go back and forth, and it was a hassle. Plus, I think I actually you got talked the, about you talked about this in another episode, yeah, and, and I was wondering where I got a little almost like a, a I swear it's like a little bit of a key on the a key line on the car at one point. Because I've been I have a decent car, a nice Volvo, and when you're in inner city, they don't like when you have a nice car because they get jealous, so they might kind of key your car a little bit. I swear there's a little of that going on, but the Volvo is such a nice paint job, it didn't take, so I buffed it out. But it's like that's probably from Cambridge. It had to be. So many reasons why it's like when they called me back recently, and he had like a, he was kind of like he didn't he didn't like I don't know he didn't like kind of say please or can you come out. He kind of sort of demanded me or not demanding more. I don't know. He just. You, you gotta you gotta say a certain way like hey can you come out and work on my game and it'd be really nice to see you or I, I don't know he wouldn't have that so i just didn't answer his phone call and i'm so glad i didn't because in the mail today uh notice of chapter 11 bankruptcy case debt debtor clover fast food inc uh bankruptcy court for the district of delaware case number blah 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 uh Full name, so I'm just like, what is going on? They owe you money? No, they don't. But I had to keep wait. I waited for money sometimes for a month. Are those games up for auction or sale? Probably. Yeah, let's go get them. I should go right back. Hey, I'll I'll take your games. I'm just saying. Don't get people. And now everybody knows it doesn't matter. You don't care. I don't care. I'm sure the owner is going to take his games back. I would think he would. I'm sure. I'm sure they very quickly disappeared well i'm sure and you know the problem is when you call yourself a food lab you know i was wondering when you were going to get to that you know it doesn't really exude an organic feel confidence or or again these days people any any thinking person would say you know i kind of want to eat healthier maybe wait 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 what's the name of that movie listen to me hatcher you gotta tell him Silent Green is people. <laughs> stop him! Stop him! <laughs> it's 
because Mark sent That's what I was thinking of. And you you, you beat me to the punch. I did. You know, another thing I've learned in all in all this is this right here. This young little this little girl. You want me to help, Rose? No. Thank you. No, thank you. What do you want me to do? Why about yourself? <laughs> Why about yourself? <laughs> I'll do this one so uh, gonna do that. You drive! <laughs> You gotta worry about yourself. Exactly. That's right. For the mouths of babes. Go ahead, George. What you got? <laughs> I can't be. Yeah. <laughs> Follow a kid. Great. Thanks. <laughs> <awesome>. Jerk. <laughs> Jerk. What do I got? Uh, can I call Dwight Sullivan now? My Dwight? house is brighter than yours. Oh, who's Dwight Sullivan? I'm not telling you. Okay. <laughs> I'm not staying in. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. I must not listen to my podcast. Is that what happened? Uh, you're just not paying attention, but that's what makes this show so great. <laughs> so, so what would you do if you were me? My pinball cart was oozing hydraulic fluid. Mm. And now abrupt is probably a polite word for how fast that machine comes down now. Mm-hmm. Do they? Yeah, indeed. Right. Basically, good luck, right? Is that what you're saying? Well, you can get... Um... I'm sure you can get that done. It's well too much money. I'm sure Google it up a little bit on Pinside or some someone's had this problem before. Well, I saw that the game room guys now oh boy reserve comment before you go there. I'm I'm putting the reins around the champ is already in your mouth and I'm pulling hard. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That means I'm trying to gag you, but you're 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 not complying. Are these the gay room um, gay, the gay room guys or game room guys? <laughs> Hold on. I was wondering there. when this was gonna start. <laughs> it's always part two. Anyway, the game room. Oh, room diff- guys different people. Oh, those are different guys. Okay. Have the same like you know antique cart that I have. Mine's probably forty years old. For four hundred and forty dollars. Which I didn't think was crazy money, but um, do they just sell like the piston, the mechanism? They do work. They should. I don't need the frame. I just need. Yeah, I'm sure they do. They sell rebuilt kit for that. Yeah, I'm sure they do because that that goes bad all the time, and that's where all the magic happens. So I'm sure it's happened before. Okay, Uh, um, that you're not reassuring me, but okay, I'll try. I'm pretty sure. I've read about it before. I used to have oh, one. What are you eating now? I'm having a Trader Joe's baked cheese crunchies. Cheese flavored corn snacks. 40% less fat than regular fried cheese flavored corn snacks. And I think the ingredients aren't that bad. Oh, shit. Oh, oh that extra 4% is going to make a big difference. Uh, it does not say non-GMO, but... <laughs> 
I've, I've seen the ingredient list is actually maybe a 10 versus about 30 of uh, the usual suspects. So, you know, it's okay. I'm having pretzels. Okay. Um, pretzels are good. Unique pretzels from pre from Pennsylvania. From Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Same thing. True. Okay. So I'm going to introduce, and you better have a story or I'm going to be upset. Okay. What's up, Doc? What's cooking? What's up, Doc? Oh, you're looking for bugs, bunny bunting. Duck is gonna hunting just to get a rabbit skin, but now the rabbit's gonna get. What's up, Doc? What's cooking? Hey, look out! Stop! You're gonna hurt someone with an old shotgun. Hey, what's up, Doc? All right, what's up, Doc? Well, let's see. I'll tell you what's up, Doc. We went to go to work on a, we got a call for Rescue 911 that needed rescuing. So instead of 911, they called Dr. Dave. Okay. And uh, that bell didn't ring. It didn't? How's that? Same time. Didn't ring. Okay. Well, do you have yeah. a defective bell or is there something wrong with our feed? No, not working. What wow. Is that? That's weird. Maybe Zoom. Maybe they, uh, something with YouTube. They outlawed the bell? I think so. It's outlawed. It's, so, it's... so let's talk about that right now. I think it's a hateful bell. That's why. Hate speech. I'm not, I'm not editing the John Jolly thing. Which you part? might as well announce that now. Which part of John Jolly? I'm not editing. Oh yeah, don't ball. Yeah, it came out great. The John Jolly thing came out fantastic. So, so Dave met with John Jolly. Yes. I was gonna wait till the end, but it was a good segue. Dave interviewed John Jolly for an hour. I have not heard it. I'm not gonna edit it. I'm gonna include it at the end of the program, as we always do. Strap in, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine what this is, but I'm looking forward to it, actually. It's very ethereal. <laughs> okay. Anyway, continue. Well, so I got a call. Rescue 911. And, you know, it's a system, Gottlieb System 3, something like that. And I kind of said, well, I usually work on the system three stuff and I'll give my best effort for, for X amount of price. I can come out there, look at working or no, I'm getting this X amount of price. And if I do get it working, I can keep going with it and make, and make a little more money on it and make the game even better. And so he wanted it for his triplets birthday. So I said, well, I can do it in like in December. Oh no, I need, I need to get it done two days. You know, I need it done in two days from now. It's like, well, so I got to so push you ahead of the of everybody else, and stress myself out and, and fit you in somewhere. So I move someone and this and that. And he goes, well, I'll definitely I'll make it worth your while. It's like okay. So we go there. I get it working. Um, the helicopter thing is a problem because the part that always breaks. I found out I didn't have the part of the specialized part. Only pinball research sells it. You can't get it. Uh, or it's expensive to get, but I, I didn't have it on. I didn't have time to order it. 
So I got the rest of the game working fine. I spent a couple hours there and gained the bill. It's you know it was very it was reasonable. I didn't I didn't I didn't gouge him. And I'm waiting for like okay where the the where so I gave him the, the price and he wrote out a check and I'm saying okay where's the worth my while part? I I gave you a price and it's the same price I gave you on this check, but what 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 makes me want to come back to you? You know what I mean? Like what are you talking about? What what's going on here? So so are you like the people at Starbucks saying, Where's my tip? Yeah, where's my tip? <laughs> exactly. But I earned my tip. And, well, no, I, actually, I got a tip for you. Well, hey, what's your tip? <laughs> I got a tip for you. Yeah, I bet he does. <laughs> yeah, bend Sorry. over. Bend Sorry. over. <laughs> Sorry. Well, guess how old the triplets are, George? Thirty-one. Well, it's twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Well, we thought they were kids. I thought they so were. He, kids. So he made you feel bad because you thought they were young girls, right? And they weren't. They were young adults, right? There's a lot of subterfuge going on the whole way along there. The guy was kind of weird. He's, he watches the whole time. He's you there. got nothing. Look I in got your nothing. hand. Look in your hand. No, you know what? No, you know what? Don't I did get something, George? You know what I did, George? I did a little pre. Uh, a pre-tip, let's call it. So I just had a feeling this guy sound like uh what's that guy say? from Boston. What's that thing you say? What's that th the thing uh -oh. you that you know that uh Jonesy from Boston? What's that thing you do once in a while? So and so from Boston. Oh, oh, uh from oh Uncle something from or cousin Lenny from Boston. Cousin Lenny from the, Boston. The, the uh, Sam Adams thing. I don't know yeah. what it is. Sam Adams Boston Lager. Now brighter? <laughs> A brighter Boston. Your cousin. From Boston. Take the parking spot. You take the parking spot. No, I am <laughs> Boston Lager. Now brighter. Sam Adams, baby. This guy was that guy. He had the Bostonian accent. He did totally like I'm like. Hey, uh, I'm gonna rip, rip, right. you know, right. they had the whole thing going on, okay? And you know, and when I, I thought it was this young dude from in his 30s, he was he's more like in his 60s, but he sounded young like that. Um, so basically, he didn't what come I, across, no, it was just it was weird. I, I might go back out there again, but I'm not rushing, I'm not putting my head, of the, I'm not putting the head of the class again. Sorry, you got one chance to go ahead of the class when you're gonna do what you say. If you say you're going to treat me right and whatever, and you're going to like whatever, you know, do that. Don't say you're going to do something and don't do it. I, I'm a man of my word. And I, you know, I do what I'm going to do. And I say I'm going to do. And if someone doesn't do that, it's like, no, oh, it doesn't rub. Don't get rubbed the right way with that one. So, you know, he paid me what I wanted. But I, I basically, I kind of could feel that he wasn't going to really come across with, uh, with the cabbage like he's supposed to. So I basically added in a, uh, a rush fee. <laughs> A thirty dollar an hour rush fee on top. So there you go. Oh, I love you. <laughs> You're the best. <laughs> and I, and, and you... on so many levels. The rush fee. <laughs> Can I tell you something? Sure. You're the smartest man in the room. You sold that rush. Thank you. If you tried to sell that now, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> you would have taken another 20% loss. No way. Really? That bad? Well, again, I teased it early on. Grant wants us to talk about this, and other pinball podcasts have talked about it, but I believe it. The glut is here. 
Oh. They're shoving all these machines out now. And Stern with the bigger production facility. And no, and bad timing for Stern. Bad timing. Oh, oh you missed your you missed oh, your freaking spot. I'm not so sure it's gonna be a Merry Christmas. So they have they have all these LEs, all these crappy games they have. They can't sell them. I mean, were they trying to put on Barbie now or something? The Barbie that would game? Sell. Don't laugh. That would sell. Ugh. Oh, it, God. No. It, it's not for you and me. It's not for anybody. You know what you know what it's for? It's no, for no, the, no, no, no. It's for the no, woke. No, it's no, for no. woke. Wait. No. Look. If somebody said, can I invest? In, can you, George, you interested in investing in the Barbie pinball machine? Hands raised. They'll sell a boatload of those things. Pink and white. Hold on, which Barbie? Barbie? It doesn't which, even have to look like Barbie. Which which Barbie? The movie or the good Barbie from the seventies? It doesn't matter. That crap sells. Who's buying it? Not us. But who? But we're not. We're not the general public. We're not. You know. We're not the people being grabbed by the nostril and led down the lane. Or by the nuts. <laughs> well, that's you, not me. Because it's a, that's it's a good a, Barbie reference. Touche. Okay. It is because the, the Barbie thing, it's a it's a man-hating movie. You know, the it's crap. Well what, what, whatever. I you know look. I'm old enough to know when that crap came out. It was a little bit before, but not by much. And that crap's endured. Well, yeah. Even the... my granddaughter wants Barbie's, you know, whatever beach house. Oh yeah. Beach sure. machine. I get it. Crap, like right, but that's know, not the but that's not the crap is coming out of, you know, communist China. But... That's it's not coming to my neighborhood. Right, but that's not 2023 Barbie. That's like 1950s, 1960s Barbie, the conservative Barbie. Now we got woke Barbie. It's a totally different show. Look, there's enough. You know, don't 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 try to guess the general public. You'll just you'll just hurt yourself. He guessed it. He guessed it? How do you guess them? He said they're gonna sell. Oh, yeah, you guessed it. She said they're gonna sell. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, Maureen. Touche. Hold on. Thing for you. That it. thing doesn't work. Don't do that. <laughs> How does he know he did it? So you didn't hear it. Because he's on screen. Well, when I play this back, it has to because it's it has to go. Even if I went like this, when no, can, right? nothing. Oh, interesting. Hmm. What'd you do to the settings? <laughs> I don't know. That's weird. I don't know. That's that's a little strange. That wouldn't work. Okay. You got some other stories? Uh, let's see. Besides, uh, Lammy from Boston, not him. Um, let's see, where am I? The guy in the horse farm. Oh, the guy. Oh yeah, the guy in the horse farm. Yeah. So what this guy? Uh, we're down in Millis, and uh, trying to find this guy's house. And it was um, it was rainy and and uh, it was in the right area. It was a side street, private road. And it's like oh, it didn't seem right. Then I found this guy's house, and it was a cool house. Basically, it was like a a huge barn. 
he turned into a house. He welcomed us in and you go in the house and it's like one wide open house. Like, and just a huge line. Like of, an old milk barn? Like a Quonset hut type barn? Um, Yeah, like a barn that's been converted into a house. but So it's all open area. So there's open. all different kinds of barns. That's why I'm asking. I don't know the different the terminology for barn stuff. Stick built. Stick built. Old. You know, like from 1930, 40. You put windows in Put windows in it. Did it have like a, a second floor hayloft type thing? Uh, Yes, it did. And okay. you could go around the perimeter over the outside and you can see up. And so see we cut the middle out and made like a yeah. balcony around it. Yeah, you go. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. I liked it. I mean, I, I said, I looked to Maureen and it's like, I could definitely deal with a house like this. This is cool. I like to have it all open like that. It's great. You get your... He had a whole line of pinball machines on one wall. He's got a Lionel train set in the other wall. He's a big kid. He's 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 like I don't know. He's fifties or so, sixties, something like that. And uh, he wanted us to work on what can you work on? What was that? Remember? I'm looking at you. <laughs> he had five games. He had five games, and uh, oh, darn it, what was the game? I got a little <laughs> thing here. Uh, it was, it was, it's all, it's all a blur. It turns into a blur after a while. Uh, I'm not helping you. You're not helping. I know you're not even going to try. Hold on. I I like, I like when somebody else is hanging out in the breeze because they're having the biggest brain senior fart of their life. I I, know. Kidding. Uh, I will look back. I'm not cutting that out either. Well, you're, you're a meanie. (laughs) Uh, No, No, this is a good time to bring this up. There are other podcasts that I got stop it. editing their podcasts. Uh, yeah, you know what? They're following our lead. Yeah, I know they are, but they what? They'll never admit it. No, no, no. They, you know, I didn't invent everything, but you know what? I'll, no, we I'll, we are. I'll, I'll point when pointing is needed. We are the the fly by the seat of your pants podcast, and it's 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 charming. People like it. It's it's you know what? It's organic. It's not freaking good time. Well, as, Grant, as, Grant said, as Grant said, he goes, I'm sitting around with my mates. Yeah. Talking pinball. Exactly. In life. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Which is what John Jolly and I did. You'll see later on the show here. Same stuff. I mean, we walk into all kinds of cool things. Like I, I, I almost was doing the George. I kept bringing it back to pinball like you would do when I go off on a tangent. He was going off on multiple tangents, and, and I'd, I'd join him and go there. So you probably should go back to pinball again. So I'd bring it back into pinball, as you'll see. But it, it was good. It, it worked out really well. Um, interesting dude. I'm definitely going to have him over for one of my – he wants to come over for one of my pinball tournaments coming up in the near future, and I said I'll definitely invite you. It'd be great to have him have him over, and and uh, it'll be a different uh, well, thing. Well, I, I have a different idea for John. Okay. I I think we should have at least a couple times a year the Jolly Report. Oh, I like it. I like it because he's a he's a he's an interesting guy and he's very well written. In fact, I tried to invite him to the latest. I had a little last minute tournament. Let the other weekend. Well, no, tell him to come to Pintastic next year. 
Why? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I know. Just kidding. Just kidding, guys. Hold on. Um, that didn't work again. Yeah. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Ring, ring, banana phone. No, he'll probably like it, but it's still... Um, no, he'll definitely enjoy the gig there. No, it's a it's a good vibe there as a party situation. Okay, so for those who are new to the show and those who aren't, John Jolly is a guy who lives on Cape Cod and raises oysters. Now, I thought of this today. Have you ever had oyster stuffing in your turkey? No, I've heard of it, but never had it. Okay, so let's go back in time. Do you like oysters? I do now, but I only like oysters, Rockefeller, maybe a fried oyster, but the whole raw thing, I still don't get the raw thing. So are you game for having oyster stuffing? Because, you know, and I want John to talk about this in our in our next show. Okay. You have to record John. Well, did he make oyster stuffing for oh, his Thanksgiving? That's a good turkey? question. He must. He, he was going to come over for my tournament. He said, "Dude, you're killing me. I gotta, I gotta harvest thirty five hundred pounds of oysters by." That's crazy. Think about what he said. I know. <laughs> Nuts. Before it gets cold, and so he's like, he's, he's, but it's like free money out there. It's like. It's free. Well, I don't know about free money. That's hard work, but well, it I is. But I'm it's saying it's it, it every it's it's all it's just going out there and picking the the dollars off the tree. They give him the land to farm. They give they give him the land to farm. He gets a grant from the state. It, they give it to him. The shore it's eco friendly, man. It is, and it's like you got to be in the right place, at the right time, and he sure was. You know, and it's like he's he's. Game to He's do. He's like it. you. He held the basket out. Yeah, he held the basket exactly. He held the basket out. He waited ten years. He waited ten years. Put his name, put his name in. People failed before him. And the people failed before him. People tried before him, and they failed. So when they failed, he's successful. But you'll see. He is the buckaroo bonsai of uh, of oyster. As I'll as you you'll you'll see. He's he's like I don't know where he finds the time to do all the things he does. It's like he, he makes my head spin. Okay, so do you have any more stories? Yeah, the, not- so, so the Millis Barn thing, I worked in a whitewater, which is my first whitewater ever. I never worked in a whitewater yet. Uh, that was, that's, that was a cool game. that's a cool game. It's a cool game, but talk about ramps on top of ramps. The ramps were like serpentine belt ramps on top of ramps, and you talk about a 3D puzzle to get that just right. So I, I we fixed that game, did a lot of work on that for most of the day. We did a little Lord of the Rings work, a little that. Uh, oh, another collector game. Yep, another good game. Worked on both those games, so that was a nice day. Day spa over there. Um, very cool place to work there in the in the barn and so forth and the heated heated barn house yeah. thing. Eight hours there. Um, what else did we do? We did in, again in Chatham. We did no good gophers. That was a fun thing. They basically just um gave us the key code and go in their nice six million dollar mansion and Chatham. That was fun. Um, let's see. Then, do you think anybody ever looks outside of the East Coast where this is, like where Chatham is? So we have people that listen all over the globe. Probably not. Think anybody ever looks and goes, "Oh, that's where that is." A couple will. (laughs) 
You know, basically, you know, Monterey is the Cape Cod of California, and Cape Cod is <laughs> Cape Cod of uh, Massachusetts, kind of thing. But Chatham is right out there, sticking out. The elbow. The elbow is sticking right out the closest. It's the closest this country is to England, like distance wise. It's sticking right out there. Lower Cape on the elbow. Well, we talk about it all the time. And I think you and I take it for granted. But we do talk about Cape Cod a lot. Yeah, because I'm there all the time. Right. Well, that's where the money is. And then, so then the last it is a good money's down there. Uh, in, in fact, this I think this is their vacation home. This six million dollar place is their vacation home. Never mind, I don't know what other home they got, but they're they're doing okay. Um, several people are like that too down there. They have these really nice, lavish homes, and they're not there. They have daytime jobs. They're doing all right. Oh, they're doing all right. They're, they're, they're right next and right next, yeah, they're right near Chatham Bars Inn. That's another great place. They're right near that. That's a beautiful right. place. And this this place with the no good gophers. They're right on the on a golf course, which makes sense. So the guy must be a big golfer, and he's got a golf game, you know. Um, so last week, uh, I had this like everybody and their brother want to bring their game to me, and, and I've been putting these guys off for these four people off for like a year or so. I said no, don't bring it. No, don't bring it. I'm too busy. Too busy. I have no room. No room. And finally, it's like I just couldn't say no to them anymore. They 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 just said, please take my game and take my money. I'm trying to I'm trying to get rid of the games I've done. The centaur ain't going away. I still have that. I still have the um Gorgar I did. I still have the Knight Rider I did. These games are all good to go and ready to get the heck out of here. But I still have them. So they're taking up room. And now I got four more games came in last week. So I got a Williams Grand Prix EM that came in. Another Gorgar. That's a cool game. A Gorgar? No, no, no! The, I know. No. <laughs> Grand, Grand Prix. Prix. It is a great game. That's a that's a fun. Gorgar. Don't ever talk Gorgar. about. We've talked about that game so many times. I am so dumb with Gorgar. You're like the king of Gorgar. I, I know Gorgar on the back of my hand now. It's it. it's like they love it, but it's like I I I could do that in my sleep. It's like it's like Chris Hutchins with Adam's family. So he's probably done a hundred of them. Um, what else did I get in? I got in a Captain Fantastic. And one more came in, right? I wanted to get outside. Oh no, that's Buck Rogers. I had that for had that for a year. Oh, um... I never got to ask you about Buck Rogers. Do you ever watch the old forty serial? No, I just watched this stupid one from nineteen eighties with the hot babe, that blonde chick, whatever her name was, from Buck Rogers. What's her name? No, Aaron. Aaron something. Aaron. Oh, Aaron Gobra. Aaron Gobra. Yeah, that one. Aaron go without a bra. <laughs> okay. I have to Google it right now. Aaron something from let's see, Buck Rogers, Rogers, Aaron. Let's see, it is Aaron Gray with her with her special seventies tracksuit she wore back in that time frame. Okay. But uh, today, mm, not quite as good as back in the day. Well, you know, that happens. Who is? Who, who is exactly? Who is? Who is? Not uh, me. Yeah, so I got I got the Captain Fantastic. I got the Gorgar Grand Prix and one more. Wasn't there one more? There's three? I thought four came in. Whatever. I can't think of the fourth one. I haven't written down my thing, but it ain't here. So whatever. Oh, you haven't written four. down in your notebook? 
my non-existent notebook. No, I have my calendar, my Google calendar. It's on there, but uh, but it ain't here for some reason. So I don't know. I don't want to. I think maybe it's just three. Maybe I'm just imagining it. But I did start work on this. I've had it for a year. I, again, I got it from the Cape, Buck Rogers. And in a shed. In a shed near a Masonic temple, a Goodfellows temple, I think, was there. And it was in the shed. They shed it there to play. And they didn't want it. They wanted to get rid of it. So I was put it in the shed. And I picked it up from the shed and brought it home and working on it. So I said, you know, I called a lady. I said, now it's time. And she goes, you know, I'm I'm thinking I want to do a retheme. And uh we're thinking of putting it on P Town and so they want to make it a buck naked. I say, all right, we can do that. So we're gonna do Maureen's gonna do the touch-up work on it. We're gonna do naked guys over the place and call Buck Naked. What do you think, George? Mm. All right. Actually, that's not the real story at all. We actually have Buck Rogers that we're we're restoring to a real Buck Rogers, and there's no Buck Naked at all. You you know what sound effects going there, right? No. The crickets. <laughs> I'm sure. The crickets. Nice. And, I, and, I, and I'm not editing this. I, I, I I'm 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 with everyone else now. Just let it flow. As long as you don't say anything really crazy. I say crazy stuff. Well, I listen to cool podcasts yeah, you, all day. You you need the code ring, but yeah, I get it. Speaking of code ring, are you going to get your special AI code ring that aura. The, your aura ring? Are you going to get one of those? You put on your uh, ring I, finger. I, I I don't know what you're talking about. And then you're going to tell you're going to tell me. And you're married to the beast. It it basically it tells your blood pressure. How long you've been sleeping? If you're exercising enough, if you're, uh, whatever you're doing, it tells you what to do, how to do it. And is this from TikTok? No, no. it's just the aura ring. I think it's from uh, one of those AI companies, Google or something. One of these, yeah. one, of these part, one big brother company that wants to, you know, Vladimir. They want to help you. Yeah, <laughs> quote unquote. Well, I don't need any help. It's for your own good. Yeah. David and I are recording on Saturday afternoon after Thanksgiving. For a week, Dave has been unclear whether we would even have a November podcast. <laughs> we've never missed a month in the four plus years we've been doing this. Disorder in the house. And you say, Dave. Uh, enough of that disorder. I figured out this stupid thing. <laughs> well, wait. So... You said to me, I can't get the recordings. Yes. What? Why? Because Zoom and uh, stupid OneDrive, Microsoft, I, the whole OneDrive thing, just it kind of baffles me. I, I don't know. So it, I, I kept clicking on the audio and it said, can't access, denied. It's like, why? Nothing's changed. So I try looking different things up. I tried contacting different computer guys I know, uh, you know, they, they didn't really want to deal. <laughs> so it's like, okay, well, it's up to me. I, I <laughs> oh, gee, thanks. Yeah, thanks a lot. I, I am a tech. I guess I'll figure these things out for myself. So, so uh, yeah, so so what I did is I, I just came to me in a dream last night. I was going to give up on it. We we're just going to say, let's just record all over again. It's a Thanksgiving thing. We'll just record over and do a new one. And I said, well, 
I slept on it last night. It's like, you know, I'm going to try one more thing. I'm going to try to sign into Zoom because when I rec- when I record these things, I record them locally and also record, they also record in the cloud. So it's like, well, since I can't get the local one, let's try the cloud one. So I signed in and boom, there it was. It actually allowed me to access the local one too. So something didn't handshake right. I wasn't signed in, therefore can't access. So when I signed in this time, it uh, let me get them. So but happy. that doesn't answer the bigger question. What's the bigger question? You are famous for hitting the bell. Yes. It didn't record. But you said and you just said that you were playing music. It didn't record. I can't hear it, and it's not on the recording. That's, That's really weird. It is weird. Well, like I said, Zoom, I don't know. <laughs> It, it has a maybe something about it that doesn't want to get certain sounds, like just the voice and not uh, sounds. I'll try a bell right now. Let's see. Nope. Nothing. Wow. Okay, well, I'm putting some virtual bells in. Christmas bells, maybe. Um, I'm not going to the editing for that. Sorry. You're going to have to do something monumental for me to do that. That's right. Well, that's okay. Not a big deal. So I didn't like the ending of our podcast because it was all, you know, about thanksgiving and it's kind of sailed already and people are going to listen to this and go why is this all about thanksgiving so we're cutting that all out for the most part and we're redoing it so you said you had some stories i've got a couple of things i want to talk about but not many not many all right well oh, did you have a nice thanksgiving i didn't even ask uh, i did a nice thanksgiving how about yourself yeah good yeah uh they were in the basement playing machines for an hour, so that's always a good sign. That's cool. Uh, yeah, it said uh, Maureen's family over, did the little turkey thing. Maureen did her famous cooking, as she always does, and came out great. Um, and uh, now we're down so, at mom's house for Thanksgiving number two down here. We're doing some more down here. So, Oh, that's where you are right now? Oh, yeah, down the Cape. Oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Yeah, we get okay. around. Okay, yeah, so you, it's all over this episode. Anyway, um, so you said you had you had a, a couple of stories. Yeah, I got to figure. I have to uh, cons- consult with my uh, my consigliere over here. So, well, while, while you're doing that, yeah. um, let me see if I can elicit a comment on something that I saw this week that I didn't know was coming out. All right. Did you see that Mirko Playfields? has an embryon playfield? I saw that. Yes, I did. So my first question is, you own a couple of those, do you not? I think it was three at last count. And you, we talked about this, I think, once before. The quality is... Well, the quality depends who you talk to. The quality is good. I I have um, Scott, a customer, we did a fireball for i actually just uh picked up his Mirko nine ball play field it looks stunning it came out really nice um the clear coat looks it looks like a sheet of glass it's like really it's almost like a piece of almost like a piece of plastic on it almost you almost want to peel it off but it doesn't peel off so the consensus out there from the pin side uh, peanut gallery was that the clear will bunch up or do some, when you start putting posts on the play field and screwing things down, 
and then playing it, it gets torn up really quickly, supposedly. It doesn't really last like a, a playfield should. So a lot of people have been sending these playfields out to Cruzman, who sands all that clear off there, does his clear on it, and then supposedly it's good to go. But you're going to spend another, you know, the Merco costs about a grand, and you can spend another six to 800 bucks for more clear coats. So between shipping and everything else, you're into it for close to two grand. That's an expensive playfield. Yeah, you know... So, uh, so I told Scott about it. I said we could send it off, or we could go as is and throw it in your game and and see what happens and that kind of thing. Um, but I think he's game to. He he just wants really nice stuff. And he's willing to throw money at it and so forth. But he, he's going to be into it for some good money if he wants to do that. So we're I'm still hemming and hawing. And I also have two quick silver play fields I bought from them that I've had for a little while. I haven't done anything with one's going to go into PJ's game. I got to restore for him at some point. Um, and one going to my game, but I still have a really nice original. So I have so many other things ahead of that that I'm not going to really. Right. It takes a back seat. But so the quality yeah. is. No, the print quality. Eye, I mean, of the, eye of the beholder. But yeah, I mean, I you look what at everybody's this... talking about is more of the wear and tear over time. Yeah. Yeah. The durability. The durability is the problem. The actual look of it looks great. I mean, they're. Um, the print quality looks good. I, now, CPR also did, I believe, a nine ball play field as well. So I'd like to compare those two. But I, I do know that Merco has this thing called ceramic clear coat they're using. And they do Jersey Jack play fields. And I think one other. They actually, they they do all the play fields for Jersey Jack and somebody else. So, and I think they were having problems too. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if they've... Yeah, it's been discussed on other podcasts. That's where yeah. I was looking for your take on it. Not everybody else's, because I don't own one. I thought you owned one. Yeah, yeah own them. now that there's an embryon, I mean, mine's roached up top like most of them are up in the bonus section. Right. But I look at it and I say to myself, eh, you know, is it really worth doing? I like the game, but I don't know. I'd like a quicker fix than that. Give me a big sticker. Give me something that's, you know, well, a little bit more reasonable. Well, the classic arcade sticker fix. Uh, no, I've done it. I did it on there's been Supersonic. There's been my problems. My Supersonic has it. So I just resurrected that. I hadn't played that game in years. Mm -hmm. And now that I got all the room, I, I put it up. Um, It looks good. Yeah, it plays okay. I mean, it's a Supersonic. I mean... You know, it's not a big impediment. Let's put it that way. Well, that's the game that Jeff traded for the um, pinball pool with with PJ. You know, and then it, it they both kind of came through my shop to kind of get a little refurb on both of them. And uh, yeah, so Jeff loves his pinball pool, doesn't mind this supersonic going away, and PJ loves the supersonic. So it's a good trade in their eyes. You know, I I think out of both of them, I'd rather have a pinball pool. Well, you sold the the supersonic to uh, to Chris. Didn't you sell him that that supersonic? Yeah, he had, yeah, he had one. I had I've had, I had about three or four supersonics. Right, and they so. don't bring big money. I mean, you can find a good one if you really want it. You can go find a really good one. Well, I do have a. I have my. I have my own. I still have one with a new right. playfield. Yeah, I have. You know, I haven't set it up yet, but you know, I have one. Um. Right now, I'm, we just finished well, working on a, a Buck Rogers I got from um, this lady down the Cape about a year ago. So we're in the middle of cleaning that one up. That playfield came out real nice. It was, uh, 
I documented that one pretty well. I'm trying to be better about the before and after when I do my YouTube videos and taking lots of pictures and even taking a little bit of video here and there to actually show the process and show what I'm to start with and show what I ended up as. So I, the, to start with, it looked really dirty and grungy and a little magic racer, some crazy clean, some elbow grease and a lot of Novas too. That playfield came out gorgeous and has some, some wear here and there, but Maureen has started touching it up and it's, she's doing really well at touching up. It looks, it looks really nice. So that playfield is going to come out nice. It's, that's going to be up and running hopefully within a month or two and, uh, and ready to go. Um, what else do we work on recently? Um, well, besides that, I, I got, I, 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 with my website, I'm going to switch gears here. I don't know what's happened with Google and Google searching and so forth or what, um, algorithms they've changed, but they changed some stuff. That's why I have now an S, uh, SEO expert helping me to kind of with my website and, and backlinks and all this other kind of stuff. So slowly but surely, we're kind of working through things a little bit. I still need to go through a whole barrage of things she sent me, but she knows her stuff. She's really good. Um, but I've been getting calls from Quebec. Yeah, you talked all about this already. Well, well, okay, then even, okay. But even more recently, so yesterday, a call from New Jersey. Today, a call from New Jersey. Um, and I think they're realizing that I'm not from there, I'm from here, but, it, but I come up in a pinball search and one of these guys, he said, you know, I, I know you're, you know, Massachusetts, I know you're far away, but uh, you've got a really great website and I'm just looking for somebody. Do you know anybody down here who's as qualified as you? Right, that... but we talked about this last show. Why don't you just put on your website, hey, I'm going to come to New Jersey, block a week out and book, you know, a bunch of appointments. And if you don't get enough, you say, hey, I'm sorry. You go into it telling people, look. If I don't get X number of appointments to make it worth my while, I can't come. So the word gets passed around. I mean, that's what I would do if you want to go to New Jersey. There's some nice spots in New Jersey. There are? There's some not-so-nice spots in New Jersey. <laughs> I mean, I can tell you which are which, and I don't want to get into that right now. Yeah, you know what? I have so much business. Like, this time of year, uh, no thanks. I, I am so... there. Already the phone is ringing, ringing, ringing off the hook. Everybody wants their stuff before Christmas. They got, I have wives that want to resurrect their husband's pinball machine they've had. Right, but they first. all do the same thing. It happens every, every year. year. We have oh, yeah. this talk every year, Dave. Yep. And it's like a rush to save Christmas for all these people. And it's like, yes. hey, what did you think I was going to do? Take out a bottle of Windex and, you know, squirt it a couple <laughs> times and everything was going to be really good? I mean... <laughs> I, 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 let's not go into the whole general public thing because I'll really go off. I mean, right. stupidity abounds. Yeah, we've been doing, Maureen and I have been doing like eight hour calls, like driving over an hour to places, staying there eight hours. And more often than not, what's been happening is that by the time we're done, it's like 8.30, 9 o'clock. We're out in East uh, Mumble Branch somewhere. And they were saying, we're saying, okay, we're looking up desperately a place to grab a bite to eat. And it says, oh, closes at, you know, closes at 10. So we get there like, you know, 9.30, 20 of 10. We go in there and, and there's a bunch of people in there. We look around. Everybody has cocktails. They're all drinking and carousing. And we go to the bar. It's like, are you serving? It's like, oh, no, the kitchen just closed. But but we can serve. We, we, still, we can still have your drinks. They go, 
yeah, no, I don't need a liquid dinner. I would like real food. I don't want to get, you know, right. <laughs> and then drive an hour home. No, thanks. Pass. You know, I want some nourishment, not alcohol. Um, so anyway, so that's been that's been frustrating the last couple of times going somewhere. So we just had to go home and, you know, either have left. I think maybe you should start packing a picnic lunch. Oh, Maureen does. She does. She does. She, she packs a uh, picnic lunch. So we're. I'm not totally starving by the end of the day. She, we definitely take a, a break. And uh, the last place we were at worked on his pinbot. Th this guy's pinbot up in um, where was he? He was in North Andover, and uh, it, you know it hasn't worked for a while. Uh, he, he owns a nice house. He's an older guy, all alone kind of thing, and he really likes the game, but he hasn't had it work in a long time. And it was a nice, it had good bones, but as I'm going through it, like no one's been no one removed ramps or anything forever. So there's all kinds of crud, all kinds of stuff. So I was looking at the game. I thought, Oh, maybe like, you know, four or five hours. Like, nah, uh -uh. we were there like about eight hours or so. And even then it's like, I was rushing to the finish and, and, you know, trying to get it all done. So we got it all done. Uh, and we're play testing it, you know, the big, Oh, oh yeah, this is okay. Then yes. My consigliere just told me this once this important part. So, so working on the game, you know, he's, you know, I'm, I'm taking a break like four, four hours in Maureen made me a nice uh, uh, chicken salad roll up sandwich there and sitting on his stairs in the basement, you know, having a bite while she keeps working in the game. And uh, he can now say, like, Oh, what are you doing? You know, no, you shouldn't do it. Come on upstairs with me. You can eat up here, you know? So it's like, okay. You know, so, so I went upstairs, you know, he got me uh, you know, drink and this and that, and he even had some nuts and some snacks for me too. It was really nice, nice guy. Uh, offering me all kinds of stuff and I'm talking to him and you know he just he wanted to chat up a little bit you know because he didn't really have, usually have people over that much I guess so um so we're talking is oh I'm I said what do you do it's like oh I I'm um I I'm a I'm a teacher for uh I'm in the, a, a musician I I compose music and this and I said oh that's interesting what kind of oh well it's a drum and bugle corps and I'll, I'll show you some stuff so <laughs> oh my god George, George, help, help, George. Oh my God. Oh. Oh. I love him. Oh, George, I'm, Maureen could hear in the basement. She's cracking up laughing and listening for did you, 20 did you minutes straight. Of, me? of course you did, right? I thought of you the whole time. <laughs> well, first I'm seeing they're doing the drum thing. It's like, okay, they're practicing. It's like, okay, that's all right. They started showing me the whole, then I started seeing the whole big football feels like, uh-oh, I know what's coming next. Oh, God, here it comes. So I'm guessing you didn't watch the Macy's Day Parade. No, Maureen was torturing with it. Maureen was watching it. And, and I even came, came upstairs, I was working. She came upstairs and cranked it up loud when I come upstairs to, to, to torture me. Yeah. Your favorite song. Yeah. No. <laughs> And I heard you say, oh, they're even doing acrobatics. And so no, I said to the guy, I said, oh, they do acrobatics too. It's like, oh yeah, they do all this kind of stuff. It's like, oh, they're they're very talented. I mean, they are they are talented for what they do, but just that horn, that brass horn stuff, and that's the whole thing. It's just not my thing. You know, I appreciate people that do it for the talent involved, but I don't know. It's just not my thing. You're funny. But You're it's funny. like <laughs> but I didn't want to be rude and say, no, this sucks. <laughs> 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 you know? you know I mean, you didn't want to say hey my friend my friend george tortures me with this stuff please yeah. not here <laughs> yes i'm working 
Then, well, you know what? At least I was kind of getting paid to be tortured, so it was okay. And then it was a fantastic. Oh, then it was in, it was in fantastic too. You know, they had a whole brass band of fantastic doing all that stuff too, doing uh video game music with with a with a marching band kind of thing. And I had no idea it was when we went there. It was really loud. It's like, oh my god, I, I can't avoid this stuff. It, it's like da, 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 da. I love it. Oh, it it was crazy. Awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. So don't do not buy me greatest marching bands uh volume five through seven for Christmas. Okay. Do not do that. Because I'll have to huck it back. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go find some some good marching music for this episode. Great. That's excellent. <laughs> Appreciate that. That'd be wonderful. Um and then I, I got a call. So here's a, another service call. So out in um in Brimfield. I got a call from a guy who I haven't heard from before Cooties, um, you know, back in like 2019 or maybe maybe it was 2020, right at the beginning of it, maybe right at the beginning of it. He did some work on his game, got it mostly working, but couldn't get part of working. So um, he spent about four or five hours there. And I said, well, you know, I, I, I got to, it's getting late. I got to, we got to go home and eat, you know, I'll come back. We'll set up another time to come back and I'll finish this game up. So over the next couple months or year, you know, he, he was busy. I was busy. And then, then I said, Hey, how about now? And, 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 uh, and then he, I don't know, then he wasn't around and it's like, okay, this guy just kind of doesn't want his machine fixed anymore. And, and it kind of went away. It's like, okay, well, I guess I'll just, you know, eat that and just whatever. And uh, it was Paragon. And then he emailed me back as most recently. He said, hey, we have we lost touch with you for a while. They would like to get this game going if I should sell it or get it going. And so, yeah, I definitely get it going. I I, I know I know exactly what you need, you know, because I, I realized we know what it needs. So went out there, did the work in the game and got it running and, you know, uh, paid me all good and play tested a little bit and play tested fine. And then uh and then left. And now again, it was late. It was getting it's like seven o'clock at night. We want to get a bite to eat. So we're going a half hour away from that place in Brimfield to eat. Just we're about to get to the place to eat. I get a text. Oh, the, the game isn't working. And then it's like, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really, I'm really bummed out. And it, and it's, and it, it, I could tell he's just getting kind of, I don't know. I wasn't getting a good vibe. And it's like, I got to take care of this now. And I said, so listen, I can, I can come right back no it's too late no we can do it some other time it's like it's like you sure because i'm right i'm i'm out here right now let me let me get this done for you so i, I had to talk it talk him into me coming back that night i don't want any bad feelings i want this thing to work you know so i went back there and come to find out uh the wrong fuse was installed for the playfield fuse instead of a one amp slow blow it was a one amp regular fuse and it blew because two pop bumpers went on at the same time because they weren't quite adjusted right so I adjusted the pop poppers correctly, put the right fuse in there, and then I then and then a, a new fuse holder, and then played several games with his son, who was really into the game. And he wanted to make sure, oh, can I play some more games while he here? Said, yeah, play all the games you want with me. I want you to play test it a bunch. I want to make sure it's working before I leave this time. So he did. We played played like a half hour, and everything was fine. And uh, they were so thrilled that they gave me a nice review afterwards. So that worked great. Oh, and the game came from uh, Rhode Island Mafia Bar somewhere in like Providence, and it was actually the one of the mob bosses' bar that they they he got the game for free somehow. So somehow I don't know 
someone is connected somewhere, but I don't know. But that's that's where the game came from. Um, another one. Well, mine I, came out of uh, the red light district in Boston. What was it called? The combat zone. Yeah. Which game? My Paragon. Oh wow! Wow, these Paragon. Well, that was a story. I mean, I don't know. I mean, no way of validating it, but it was, it's a good story. Wow. Interesting. Right, something with the mob. Yeah, they must like. Uh, they must like that. Uh, that game. They like Paragon for some reason. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Um, what else do I have going on here? Oh, uh, oh, you said about the New Jersey thing. I just go down there, New Jersey, and and I could do that. But the thing is, though, they're two sort of difficult games that I don't know if I can really prep enough and have enough stuff to. These games have to be in the shop. One of the is a Superman. And the oh, other, oh no no, that's yeah a, no no no, that's a bring it, that's a bring it to you. Yeah, and and this What's guy, bar, tell him to get in the car and go. Yeah, I could have him bring it up, but it's like, but him and him and everybody, I got about ten games right now in the restoration queue. The people have brought, they brought me like four games that are sitting around right now, and then three games are trying to leave. I'm trying. Oh, here's another problem. I'm trying to get, um, that night rider out of here and go to Illinois, and uh, the regular people that were they were moving games you know um the mom and pop people have retired or their backs went out or whatever but it's hard to get a person out and about to you know get his little van or his little u-haul whatever you know, for a couple hundred bucks and move a game from here to there uh, I, I was i've been trying many times i told the guy too it's like i'm really having a hard time so now you might have to bite the bullet and pay about 600 bucks plus they have uh, Beltman North American van lines to pick it up. Yeah, I got quoted a thousand dollars a game. Wow, from them? From no, from my mover. It was a thousand dollars a game, wow. and the reason is they crate every game. Okay, this wouldn't be crate. This is all like uh, uh, stand it up, all with the legs on it, cardboard edges, uh, belt. Uh, right. You know, all the blankets and shrink wrap, and they've done a good job from before, but. On top of that, I was talking to Michelle, uh, Michelle Bianchi, I think her name is, and she's been doing this forever. And that's what people call when they want their game shipped. Uh, she's a good liaison. And uh, I was telling her about what I want to do. She says, well, it looks where you are. We have no problem uh, getting a smaller truck with a lift gate. You're in a cul-de-sac and no problem because we have daily shipments and daily things going on so that we can pack a truck full of stuff. No big deal. Where your guy is, where it's going, if he's on a cul-de-sac it's not going to work out that well because we he's in a remote location. Uh, we'd have to be, get an 18 wheeler out there with, it has a lift gate, but we, if we, if, if he has a cul-de-sac, we have to contract another person, another place to get a smaller truck. That's no, they don't. No, they, I watched it at my house when I moved. Yeah. The guy was adept enough to pull down my street, which you've been to. Yeah. And then backed up my street after the 40-foot moving van was filled and pulled out onto that other road. Yeah, if they're if they're a good driver, but maybe they don't have a good driver. So maybe oh, there you go. Them. Well, that, that, there you go. That's the problem. <laughs> that I believe. Yeah. No, you're, you're, you're right in, in theory. Hey, they parked out in front of my house here. They took one whole lane because... There's nowhere else to park. It's a country road. 
And, and trust me, kind of, driving the driving the U-Haul in here was no dream either, because all the roads in this freaking state are thin as can be. Oh yeah. Huh. Oh, Dave, I was driving down the center of the road with the U-Haul because I don't drive anything that big all the time. And my fear was if the tire went off the road, you're getting sucked off the road and crashing. There's no there's no there's no forgiveness. There's rock walls along it. There's, you know, ditches on the side. There's all kinds of fun. So you really got to pay attention. A soft shoulder, they call that. Which usually is a good thing, a soft shoulder, but no not way. in driving. No, not that kind. <laughs> no, not that kind. Not that kind. So no, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. That's a hard hard way to make a living, but I get it. I mean, you'd think there would be somebody, but I'm not surprised. What about what about night what? Oh yes, the um, yes, the customer is now thinking of taking a road trip here from Illinois and coming on over with, with his wife. It's like great. That's a ride. Yeah, it's like what, 12 hours or more? More. More. Wow. Okay. Gotta so, be. So they better, if they're gonna do that, they should hurry up so beat the snow that's uh coming at some, you know, yeah. Days. <laughs> they, probably, they probably already have it out there, right? Midwest, they probably already have snow. I don't know. There was I heard that there was snow in southern New Hampshire the other day. Wow. Yeah, it was just we got a dusting. We got a dusting, yeah. Yeah. Right. So what other do I have any other little uh tidbits and so forth? Yeah, with the we worked at a Wizard of Oz in a Twilight Zone, this guy's house. Uh he's like an hour away. And you know, he he just wanted a couple things fixed, which I usually don't do, but it's you know, I usually want to do a whole thing. He said, Oh no, they're fully working, they're all they're all good to go. They just need a couple things. Like, okay. So we spent we spent a good a good afternoon there. Um and the Wizard of Oz, I, I wasn't I haven't worked in depth too much on that game, but I knew enough, you know, knew my way around it. Um there's one little thing called um oh, it's like the the, the monkeys pick up the ball, like like picking up Dorothy and bringing her or Dorothy's dog or bringing him away or whatever it was, but it picks the ball up. That wasn't working all the way in the back there. So I just had that, that just needed some lubrication on that rail to go up and down and pick the ball. So I fixed that a couple of little things with that game, a little bit of a refresh, not too bad. And that was working well. The twilight zone. If, if this guy had, I don't know, three mods, he had 10 mods in the game. He had all the stuff modded in this game, including an LCD, display not an led and a pin sound board which with a new soundtrack which i wasn't really a fan of I, i'm glad i got to hear that because like i don't know why people ask you about that i don't i don't like it i i listened to it i was like it didn't sound good i mean and his game had no sound at all and well no he, i want to ask you about it because i saw a picture you know, is that like a computer with a sound bank attached to it it's a it's a board that has a, a has um has sound files located on the board maybe with an SD. It's like power. a four hundred or five hundred dollar item. Yeah, the right thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah so that's pretty wild. That thing does I mean, a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's 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 good for like you know it's more of a high quality sound, but it's all re recorded. It's all re it's not like put the stuff through a filter and make it sound better. It's all re recorded, so it doesn't sound the same. 
Um, and when you boot the game up, it doesn't boot up the normal way. It boots up differently. That almost has its own computer has to boot up on top of the game booting up. So that's to hand, do a lot of handshaking. There's a lot more stuff to add to the game. To You're adding more complexity to an already complex game. And you're also adding more uh, more things to weigh down your 12-volt and your 5-volt line in the game, which, which were already iffy to begin with, with all the stuff in that game. And I saw back there while I was there trying to figure out the sound problem, which actually wound up being the main speaker was blown, even though it didn't physically it looked okay. Put in, I had a, I brought a speaker with me, put a new speaker in, it came up nice, so now we had sound. Um, but the whole thing, I, I looked in the back board there. I, I didn't touch his boards, but I looked at them. They had a uh, a KAHR uh, five volt um, kludgy thing that if you can't fix the five volts in a game, your last ditch effort is put this thing on there as a daughter board to grab the five volts from 12 volts instead and grab the five volts from there to make your game run better, be more reliable. So and I also saw people try to do some new connectors. They try to do a new five volt rig and some other stuff to get this five volts up and running. And I, I checked it out. He was a little over five volts, so he was okay. But I was like, they had some problems with this game at some point. Well, fast forward after we work on his game, we, uh, oh, hold on. So, so fast forward, we, uh, we work on his game and, uh, everything's fine. Play tested it left about a, uh, about a week or two later. He said, Hey, the, the clock, when I turn the twilight zone on, the clock spins around, then it reboots. And I don't know if the clock, something's wrong with the clock. Then he called again, say, Oh no, when I booted up, other things try to turn on, then the game shuts off again. And you can, can you come back out and take care of this? And I go, Uh, yeah. But, I was going to say, I was ready to say run about five minutes ago. This, this sounds like, yeah, this is, this, this sounds is, like problem child. It on is, steroids. it is problem child on steroids. So, and it's not what we signed up for. When he actually called me, he said he's got a, no sound. I fixed the no sound problem. I didn't touch anything else. I didn't want to touch anything. There's so much stuff in there. I didn't want to touch anything else because it's like, I don't want to own it. So, you know, I think, you know, he might want to try to get me to, you know, be married here to it. It's like, mm. so I'm going to have a conversation with him again. I, I'll work with him a little bit, but I basically, I need to have, um, it's going to be a teachable moment for him. I'm going to, I'm going to tell him, Here's what's going on. Here's you basically, the more they overtake the plumbing, the easier to stop up the drain kind of situation. You get so much stuff in here. You're pushing the limits on a lot of stuff. I'm going to look up, there's a solution for some of this stuff. I'm going to look up. I know other people have done this, like Chris um, Chris Hutchins, uh, where you put all that crap in your game. You need to have an extra ex extra power supply added into, added into your game to power this extra crap you want to run and not... Uh, bog down the original stuff so that might be a solution for him down the way but again i need to gently teach him you know what what is what is it going on with that that game. is not an out that is not an out at customer site game refresh it's not that's bringing it that's pretty there's way too much stuff wrong with that game well well the game had i mean i looked at the game and it was pretty clean so someone did he had somebody do work on this a while ago um, but I guess the guy's, I guess the guy's retired out of Connecticut somewhere. So that's why I think in his, in his wife passed away and, um, and his wife was into the, knew the person, whatever. But so now he contacted me and, you know, again, I was just there to fix the sound problem. He said, Oh, the games, all these games are in great shape. They're in great shape. And, and they were, they looked in nice shape. They didn't, and I, you know, the game, it, it needed a flipper rebuild. So I rebuilt all four flippers and did some other, 
small things to the game, but he didn't want me to really go through the rest of the game because it didn't, he didn't really want to, didn't need it. And, and, you know, it didn't really, I didn't really want to go looking for trouble, but again, trouble found me anyway with this game. So, so I, I hate these, these things don't happen that often when they happen, it's kind of like, you know, I, I got to kind of sit down and talk with the guy a little bit and just kind of explain you know, expectations and so forth and, and, uh, and possible outcomes and, and that kind of thing. So, so there'll be a little conversation at some point with that one. Unless uh, you have something else, why don't we, uh, put an end to this and, uh, you're going to, uh, well, here's one, here's one more for the Christmas season. Okay. For, so for, I got this woman, uh, email me with a firepower too. And the email says, uh, my coworker, Frank, highly recommended you for my pinball machine. We have Williams firepower two. I believe it's manufactured in 83. I'm looking to see what it could cost to run through the machine and spruce it up for my husband for Christmas. Frank. And here's the, here's the, here's the key point. I liked Frank said what, Frank said, what I want is called a day at the spa. <laughs> so, <laughs> I got a kick out of that. It's like, yeah, all right, you get it. I'm glad that's getting around. Uh, I'm trying to figure out who Frank is. It's like, do, do I have a customer named Frank? I started looking through my files for Frank and I can't find him. So I'm not sure who this Frank guy is, but but thank you, Frank, whoever you are. Um, maybe I've done work for you or work for one of your friends. I don't know. But uh, that was interesting. So, uh, so. December is definitely filling up and uh, maybe a couple more spots here and there, but I, I want to kind of make some, some downtime for me as well in December, instead of like, you know, going too crazy. So, so yeah, so that's, uh, I think that's about it. I think anything else you have on, uh, on your side? No, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just listening to the stories. We're, uh, we're going to do one more show uh, to end the year and uh, we're done. I want to apologize to anybody, even though you don't. Um, I haven't looked at our email in a long time, so I guess I got to do that before the next show. Uh, listen up after this. We've got a bonus feature with uh, John Jolly. Dave did an interview with him, I don't know, a month or so ago, whenever it was. And uh, as I always say, stay lit and tilted. You say, Dave, sign us off. I, I say uh, one more thing, George. <laughs> so before I sign off, <laughs> of course you're lucky. Not. You're lucky I have a drink in my hand because. <laughs> well, I see. I only get is a three minute countdown, so I got to be quick anyway. Well, uh, speaking okay. of, well, that never matters. But go. Come so on. Speaking, yeah. So speaking. So speaking. Speaking of John Jolly. So I've been talking. I've been texting him back and forth, and uh, he wants to. You know, he wants to come up for our next tournament. So I'm going to try to have another tournament hopefully in December, January and have him up. I like to have him meet Jeff and meet part of the crew and do a little, little pinball tourney. So maybe he's going to be part of that. That'd be kind of a nice uh, eclectic mix of, uh, of voices and, uh, and stories and so forth. It should be fun. I'm, I'm going to try to, if that happened, I'm going to try to record that too. get some recording done. That'll be fun. So, okay. So yes, everybody uh, stay uh, lit and tilted. Have a great christmas and uh i don't know be good out there because uh you better not pout you better not do something otherwise santa is not going to give any gifts under your tree there you go <laughs> you know you're a little early you know you're going to say the same damn thing next month right i probably will <laughs> that's okay <laughs> anyway folks until next month 
the Classic Pinball Podcast. My name is George. His name is Dave. Goodbye. Goodbye. This is Dr. Dave, Classic Pinball Podcast, and today we are visiting with Mr. John Jolly of Jolly Oyster fame. We did a little work on his Old Chicago, and uh, so I had to visit him for a while. He's sent us several uh, emails, very humorous emails, read on, on the air, and uh, figured we'd uh, see what uh, Mr. Jolly has to say. So, hello, John. I just want to admit, since you went down to once a month um, podcast, yes, I've had to revert to my second favorite podcast, and it's the Classic Knitting Podcast. <laughs> We're, um, it's a clo- it's very close. Knitting <laughs> in our podcast is very similar. Very similar. <laughs> I lost my be- oh, hold on. There, I found my beer. An angel got his wings. Look at that. <laughs> So knitting podcast, uh, well, you know, it's we're, it's close. George can relate because uh, George does knitting. <laughs> does he, does he no, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, so we're yeah, so we're getting down to like just one a month ish, maybe because now we're we're far far from each other. We're doing uh, uh, you know Zoom calls to do it. We're getting it done, but uh, it's a lot better in person. So you know, but. Uh, yeah, I uh, really appreciate your uh, you have a you have a gift for writing and uh, very humorous and it was fun reading your your emails and so forth and uh, and you are from from talking to you more and meeting you more today, I have to say you're the Buckaroo Bonsai of the Cape because it's like you're you're playing in a band over here, you're building stuff, you're out there farming oysters, you're rebuilding your house and painting and anything you don't do, bad attitude. <laughs> yeah. You're bad I try to I try to stay away from being a bad attitude okay. type person. Okay, and, good. Um, no, I do a little of everything, which is you know it's it's admirable, and I would I would like to be that person someday. I I, I don't know where you find the time. Plus, you have a couple. You have two kids, right? Two yeah. two boys, and uh, I I don't know how you get it all done today because uh, I can't keep up. <laughs> I found all we have is free time when when you create free time. Hmm, I have to I have to learn from you because <laughs> I don't have free time. I, I'm just I. And on top of that, I am I am like 24/7 pinball, pinball, pinball because it's all it's all consuming because it's it's all I have in front of me and behind me and you know, and it pays it pays well too. It pays the bills, but uh, you know, I'll work and no play like Jack a dull boy kind of situation. So I, I definitely appreciate having that. Oh, you get extra cool stuff here. You got to like in front of me. I'm seeing a. We're like a little studio here at his at his uh, at his uh, shop or his barn area here, and he's got a uh, a set of drums, some congas. He's got uh, a guitar. He's got amps, and he's got an old Chicago pinball machine in the room. So, and uh, and you also you're in a band too, right? You're, you're... Shango Axe. Shango Axe. Cape Cod's biggest reggae band. All right. Is it the only reggae band? Yep. Okay. okay good. That's <laughs> <laughs> gonna say we don't play anymore. Only once a year and. We're still the biggest. Okay, good. <laughs> I like good reggae. All right. Uh, do you ever uh, listen to Max Romeo, Iron Shirt? Of course. And uh, the last big show I played was with Peter Tosh's son in Boston for the Legalize uh, Weed Festival. That, that seemed to work. That seemed to work somehow. 
<laughs> you know, he must have brought the whole Zen thing going on, and uh, they legalized it. Look at you go. The cops were not impressed mm. that we could walk around with weed plants, and there's people with bongs. And it, was, it was true freedom. And how long ago was this? Maybe six years ago. Okay, so before it really became really legal, right? I that was a thing. year before it came legal, so okay. I want to say like five, six years okay, ago. Okay, so you guys are cutting edge. You guys are groundbreaking in, in making things happen. I never <laughs> thought as a child watching Peter Tosh videos like Stepping Razor X and these special things that were special to us, um, like as if you were into Janis Joplin or this stuff, um, you know, the, the leading fathers of reggae, that I would be sitting there with his son on stage in front of 10,000 people as a person that didn't know how to play music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never classically trained, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a good battle to fight. So so yourself, you're saying you're never classically no, trained? No, I was too, never or? trained. Okay. I, I just learned it on my own. and um, You just picked it up? Yep. And, uh, wow. you know, multiple instruments, and that's about it. And um, couldn't, couldn't ask for much more. I mean, as a person who didn't graduate from high school, I think I'm doing pretty you're good. You're doing pretty darn good. Yeah, hell yeah. So you start, So basically you started a, a painting business, like house painting and so forth. Yep, 25 years, and then morphed into the Oysters, which is... Um, Super, it's a, it's another t musical type thing where you have, um, like you, you have fans and people that um, appreciate you for something that you really didn't have to try hard to do. Right. Yeah, there you go. It comes naturally. Because um, it's just what you're doing. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think the best way to be special is to do, do, do what do you do. Do what you do. Right. Do, you, do your thing. <laughs> exactly. Do your thing. Yep. So yeah. true. Every, I, I, everybody has, uh, everybody has gifts they're given from above, you know, and, and I think you... The key is, you know, using those gifts. Know you got them. Use them. And, you know, if you try to go off course and do other things, well, you'll be okay at them. But if you use the real gifts you're given, you'll you'll excel at it and, and go. You know? Well, don't try to be too technical. Uh, yeah. You don't have to be the best pinball player in the world. No. I, you, I, just, you, you, have, you have accessed something that's appreciative to other people, um, and then the other people can help you do the things you can't do. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, if you were sitting here alone in the room tonight. Right. Um, it would be not the best podcast. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hello, hello, hello. Echo. <laughs> echo, echo, echo. Yeah, that's a point. Yeah. And it helps to have a couple beers to, um, or some kind of inspiration or people to cheer you on to uh, help you on to the next level, you know what I mean, of, of thought process. Yeah, it's also set <laughs> set and setting is cool too. You know, you get, you get some very eclectic, stuff in the room too which is which is interesting all these like cool it's everything you know. my wife would like me to throw away so she doesn't really come in this area much uh it's kind of a guy zone okay you know, guy's like, <laughs> once in a while your wife's in here right oh she is <laughs> oh okay oh well can you might you should probably leave the room i gotta hear the uh the inappropriate bell stuff i can i can ring the bell wow all right well, well the bell says it all. <laughs> things things happen here excellent all right so cool. And it also, uh, you do a little hunting, too. It's the bane of my existence. Um, did you kill Bambi? That's you did. I, I, naughty I, boy. Wouldn't, <laughs> not, I wouldn't mind um, just harvesting something that I can share with other people and share the moment and the experience. I think um, putting people together to enjoy something that they might not have enjoyed without you yeah. is always a good yeah. thing. And that's why there's people like us to... So other people can appreciate stuff they wouldn't have appreciated from the from the get go. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, last year, quick story. Last year, 
I was kidding about I, the Bambi thing, by the way. It's a whole, that's a whole Disney side off, so go Bell, ahead. Bell. <laughs> no, just kidding um, about that. <laughs> last year, I went to Maine and hunted my property for five days, came home, and then went right to Vermont for seven days. And on the sixth day of a miserable journey, already bummed out because I'm not shooting anything and not being successful, even though I... As a successful person, you shouldn't think you're not successful. Right. Uh, just because you didn't su- succeed at the accomplishment. My wife called me home, and she sat me down at the table and said, You're a problem. And I I said, I'm never hunting again. I'll, I'm quitting, blah, blah, blah. She said, Well, it's not the hunting, it's you. Oh, boy. Oh, dear. Well, it's never hard to change a, that. Never a warmer feeling passed wow. through my veins oh, to know boy. that hunting didn't have to disappear and that I could just change change me my attitude. Right, right. And then get more performance out of my hunting. Okay. <laughs> very good. Well, talking with her today, I think it worked because she seems very happy. <laughs> she likes me. Good. That's good. She digs and you. Someday she'll love me. Okay, good. Well, I'm just going to keep working on that. You'll, you'll make it happen. I have confidence. <laughs> Yeah, so I think the future beholds to me maybe a a non-EM game. Okay. Um, It would be nice to have a, like, I like that firepower. Um, That firepower, you got a firepower 2 in there. That actually looks like it wants to to live. But I'd like to have it with the firepower. If it doesn't, then that's a goal goal I could look forward to. Yeah, exactly. So what do you got here? You got a... Your son here. What's the what's Her- your story? Harrison Jolly. He's a dirt bike rider. He's aspiring to be a pinball um, fanatic. Um, From what I heard, I, saw him play. He did pretty well. Well, I think we need to buy more games to really get him into it. There you, you know, go. Right. Not. Oh, I don't know. He seems like he kept pressing go on that game over and over again. So. Well, see all this music stuff and everything. Mm. Eventually, it'll total. It'll disappear because I'm realizing in my musical career that like, I just want to be me with a guitar and a voice. And mm. a paper and a pen. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, go and, and gel I, it down to its essence. And I, I yeah. enjoy writing more than playing now. Right. Um, because I'm realizing, I, what more are you going to do? Right. I'm, I've never been successful, so how am I going to be successful at this age? Yeah. <laughs> you got to start somewhere. And, Starting, you know. <laughs> successful is is what success is, and I feel successful enough that I don't need someone else to think I'm successful. Right. Yeah. Um, so. So I think eventually this will be a nice. Uh, game room and someday we'll get a um gentleman's game like a um playboy mm, <laughs> little okay. little too racy we'll stick with the with the naked girls in the cup on the uh okay on the, in the champagne cup on the old chicago right yeah um, yeah sure but uh sure i think what i would like to do is have uh eventually a golden tea you know it's a golf oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting older so i'd like to golf yeah golf okay yeah well frisbee golf. you do frisbee you get, and you get your own frisbee golf course too Buckaroo bonsai. Well, you buckaroo. <laughs> you know, you, you obviously by this point, because I've told you, you're talking to a champion. Uh, I, yeah. I'm a first place champion at my frisbee golf tournament of three years, and staying up all night at five a.m. And, and winning the whole, you know, gold cup and so forth. Well, now I'm just going to make trophies for myself, so I'm going to win them. I make them and I win them. Nice. Yeah. I've done that too in my pinball <laughs> tournaments. I do the same thing. <laughs> you play my games and you play me, and I, you know, win a lot of times. So. And some people would think it's sad, but it's not sad. It, it, you know, like it's sad to be the guy that's not making and winning the trophies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's a good point. 
And we're drinking cold beer tonight, which we is We are. Nice. And it's an IPA. It's a hazy little thing IPA, Sierra Nevada. Good yeah. stuff. Argued like, like over by family, they say on the can. Does it say that? Yep. Uh, family owned, operated, and argued over. Argue. I wonder what they're arguing about. What are they, uh, how many hops to put in? Obviously, it's about the money. The money. Yeah, well, money does that to you. <laughs> no one cares what it tastes like. He's going back to pinball. There he goes. Nope. I thought he was. He's going, no, he's going for a soda. Uh-uh. I thought for sure he was going to hit that pinball thing and hit, hit the go button. Harry turned me on to Moxie, which is the old school root beer. So what makes it uh, Moxie old school? What is it? Uh, it's some kind of like root tonic type. Heroin? Uh, well, ch- children's heroin <laughs> okay. for sure. I mean, uh, it's sugar. I mean, you know, at some point it would have been illegal. Um, okay. Now it's legal. Right. Well, Coke had cocaine in it years ago, so you know, it took the fun out of it. So. <laughs> they. I was listening to something about Coca-Cola, and uh, they wrote it wrong or something. Uh, Coco, or Coke. They were saying they derived it from uh, the shell of the cocoa leaf, or cocoa um, shell nut. nut. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and 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 when he looked at, when he looked it up, that it, I don't know this to be true, but uh, I thought that was interesting. But that uh, it was misrepresented, but. Uh, I'm pretty sure they used cocaine in it. <laughs> oh, they did. Way back when they did. I think, it, I think it was like Coke gives your wings or something. You know what? I think this is a modern story to make it um, more appropriate. You think so? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Makes it more exciting. Pepsi doesn't have that. Coke has it. Pepsi had a great campaign, though, uh, in the 80s, which brought them to great success. What was that? It was... Um, The alternative to Coke, something about the, the uh, alternative cola or something. Uh, the Pepsi generation, the alt generation, something like that. It wasn't anticipation. That's Heinz. No. Would mm. Heinz have been just as good with one type of tomato? That's my my curiosity. Fifty-seven. 57. Yeah, did they need fifty-seven Not different really. types? I, no, I but, don't it, but think it's good so. marketing yeah. and everything else. Yeah, it's all in marketing. Yeah, like as in everything today, it's in marketing. You get a marketed thing, and then you can. Trying to make you make a choice and so forth, and just you know, just don't choose. And you all say. <laughs> so I, I I do like your lamp there with your um, he has a lamp with uh, it looks like a uh, oh I see, it's uh, it's Bambi's dad in the in the car and he's got the hunter bound and hand and foot as and that's the trophy he's bringing home. <laughs> Tied to the hood of the car. That's <laughs> nice. And that's yeah, I like that. Very appropriate. That's that's pretty cool. <laughs> We've taken deers home on the top of the of car from Maine, and uh, people love it. Yeah, I'm sure they do. <laughs> sure, driving through some towns in in Massachusetts, I'm sure they do love it. <laughs> I'm sure they do. <laughs> By love it, you mean. <laughs> not like Coke. Not like Coke. Not, not like Coke. A little less than Coke. Right. <laughs> wow. They love that someone's daring enough to do it, I think. It's a, it's a kind of a schadenfreude type thing. Is is there blood dripping down going past the car? <laughs> and, and, and on people's windshields in the back of them, there's like splatterings of... <laughs> well, as an aspiring hunter, it would be in the greatest hopes that that would be. But... <laughs> Sadly, most of the blood drips out when you 
when you do the right thing it, and yeah. gut it and clean yeah. it and do the thing, and that's a whole artwork. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole skill to actually hunt, and then it's another skill to properly clean, dress, and cut it up the right way and so forth, and not wreck it, your meat. It's, it's so culture. Forth. I mean, and that's something that shouldn't be taken away, just like music or uh, me and you talking here and being able to say whatever we want. Yeah. Because uh, I don't feel that I can't say something I want to say. I would try to say something that was inappropriate to you in the moment, but maybe when you leave, I would say it to someone else. <laughs> sure. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, what was I going to say about the, the, the Bambi on the top of the car there? I had something with that, but I forgot. Oh, I know why. I Yeah, so, you know, you go to the store, and things are wrapped in plastic. And, you know, no one got hurt. It's just, you know, open it up and you get your meat and it's plastic and everything's good. And you're, and you're totally, totally disconnected from the reality of what it is. I think it's great to, splay, to spray meat with bleach and stuff and put it on a rack and yeah. put ozone um, things in the air to keep the stench down. It is. You know, I think it makes everyone feel a warm feeling inside. It's, you know, it's Christmas morning. It is. A pink uh, slime from McDonald's. Yeah. It's good and, stuff. Uh, but, uh... I choose to smell the rot once in a while mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and, and strip it away from the good stuff. Right. Right. And you were telling me also that the, uh, you definitely do not take your knife when you're trying to clean and dress your, your deer. Do not wipe it on the fur because if you put the, that's, the fur is very... Uh, deers mark their territory, mark their area. Their, their, they pee on themselves, so to speak. And uh, you take the knife there and you put it in the meat. Now the meat's destroyed. So that was, I, I learned it something today. instantly turns brown. Brown, right. <coughs> That's very good. <coughs> Which is um, not the best thing to look at when you're going to eat it. Right. It doesn't <laughs> taste so good either, I'm sure. Or you can grind it up and give it to your friends, which can't say I've never done that. Right. Well, well, maybe they're ex-friends now at this point. Most people that get deer meat uh, say, oh, it's horrible. Well, most people that get deer meat, it's about a year and a half old because the guy didn't eat it. Or it was, or the knife was wiped on the fur and then uh, cut the meat. Oh, interesting. <laughs> These are things you learn in life. I'm an old man now. I'm 47. Right. So. Yes, I know what that feels like. At about 10 years or so. <laughs> so, uh, back back to a little bit of pinball here. So, what games? You say you want to get a game room going. Uh, you got the old Chicago. You got a firepower too. That you might say see you later too. You might keep it. What games do well, you foresee? Well, I think I, I think if um, if I found some kind of Maven type um, that would take it for a couple of years um, and put it in the corner of the basement and um, a Maven type meaning what do you Maven type? Uh, Maven. So I wrote a song. It's called Maven, and um, a Maven is. I, I was listening to Howard Stern one day on the way home from uh, work. And uh, I ran home to write this song. And uh, a maven is um, someone who knows everything about you and everything about things. Um, So someone who's all knowledgeable. And uh, so so, uh, that's a maven. But uh, if if some maven type that was all knowing about something would take it home and work on it for a couple of years um, with no stress um, and... Wouldn't, I wouldn't care if it, if it was $800 more than the game was worth because um, it's a good story. Every Everything is, is life is about a story. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And people write stuff because of emotional attachments to things. And 
Um, I think it would be cool to have it be worked on and, and get it back um, in a non-pristine, fully functional player position. Sure. Yeah. Um, right. You know, so that would be fun. Or or take a loss and and find a find a cool game. You know. Hmm. And uh, I. I See games come up for four thousand dollars that I would like to buy. And like what, for instance? What, what, what do you see? <sighs> off the Any top names of my come head, to mind? No, off the top of my head, but uh, I mean, obviously, everyone would want an evil Knievel because right. uh, I got two of them. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, th- I guess it would be something like that, something that right. that provokes Icon, like uh, an iconic thing. Yeah, that you can look at and go, "Jesus, that's where I came from." Right, 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 right. Yeah. We did an Evil Knievel episode. You hear the Evil Knievel one we did? Oh, it was delicious. <laughs> delicious. I found the Evil Knievel uh, uh, advertising, you know, with the little... And you freaking launched the, the Evil Knievel jump guy. bike. Yeah, jump bike, yes. I didn't have one. I'm sure my brothers did. I came from a split family, and uh, mm. so half-brother, half-brother, two half-sisters that were older, and they're yacht club people, and... and uh, they had everything, Atari, and I mean, and it, my brother would leave for the day, and I'd play Pitfall. And, oh yeah, and, and, uh, yeah. But uh, and eventually, I got my own video game system when I was twenty-five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you got it eventually. That's good. What did what'd you get? What did you for Nintendo? Okay, NES, yeah. and uh, you know, I would I would ride, steel. I would ride my go kart. Okay, a to, real go kart. Yep. Yeah, to. Okay. Uh, about five miles down the road to Seward Harbor, and I would play ten yard fight with my buddy, and and he, he and he he had they were well off, and he had the video game system, and you had to take your shoes off to come into the house because it was carpeted, mm. and uh, which is looking back, it's kind of enjoyable to see that someone took appreciation of what they had. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And now I do too. So like you know, I don't take my shoes off, but um, I do try to clean the rug once in a while. Right. <laughs> but we in our house we got all new wood floors except for one. The the back room that has the games, the pinball machines is uh, is all new carpeting. So when I people always say, okay, bring house shoes, stocking feet, whatever. But we're gonna go in the back room. No house shoes. So or no outside shoes. It's carpeted to keep the sound nice. Yeah. Or that is and that is a sound thing. It's for sound, and also it's for cushions in your feet. Like, if you have nice stocking feet on or whatever, it feels nice. Yeah, well, you're not, like, company. standing on a concrete floor yeah, no. um, working in a yeah. department. Right. You're, you're, uh, you're, in, you're enjoying your hobby. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're in, you're in a nice, cushy setting. Yeah. And it's good for sound, too, like you said. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And, um, and you guys have people over to play. Oh, yeah. I just had over uh, friends that I've had for... 40 years now, so early 80s, yeah, and uh, haven't been over in a while, um, and I think the last I had them over, maybe it was like, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, or maybe more, I had them all over, so finally, you know, Maureen's good for that, she'll say, would you have them over, and so she'll actually just announce, we were at the, you know, we were at a, you know, someone's mother passed away, so that's when we get together, it's like, it's like, you know, this sucks, everybody gets together for when someone dies, you know, let's get together when, you know, when we're living, like, why do you want to get together when we're dying all the time? It's, it's you know, dumb. You know, let's let's do something different. So, so she had the good idea. It's like, and so she just started to, hey, why don't you guys come over? So we're gonna have you guys over. And then I, at the same time, I'm saying, great. Now you put it out there. Now I got to make it happen. And I'm so busy with like working all the time. I take very little time to actually 
you know, sit back and enjoy and uh, have people over and kind of relax a little bit because I say, I got so much work to do as I have work on top of my head, you know. You're like me. You're, you were put on this earth to do more than to go outside of the box and do something that no one cares about um, until they care about it. Right. Yeah. 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 And then to bring people together under, under one roof to, to care about something. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and exactly. And, there you uh, go. You got and, it. It, and it, it does, it, it's, it's a, it's an energy suck. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure it's why you're losing your hair. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm slowly <laughs> losing my hair, you know, yep. and, uh, and, but, uh, it's, but, um, how do you not do that? And, and how do you not, um, cause it's, there's nothing enjoy more enjoyable than, um, frustration, pain, suffering, um, rewarded with, um, a little bit of happiness, especially, yeah. especially if someone else is happier than you are. Right. Right. And actually they get to, another thing I get to enjoy people enjoying my games. I get to watch them enjoy my games, which is fun, you know? Well, you're the only person I've ever met besides one other guy on the Cape. Um, he, I don't know if you've met him before, but... Uh, Poits? I think so. Um, he's, um, uh, what's the name of his company? Um, I wish I could remember, but uh, he used to come over and fix the Sky Kings that, okay. I, had, that I had bought from, um, from John Savage. Because I was friends with his daughter, and John Savage was a famous movie actor, and uh, they were just sitting so in a, cool. sitting in a barn forever. And I just happened to connect with his family through music. And next thing you know, I'm training a kayak for a time zone, and uh, I think it was a time zone. Tri zone, no, tri zone, or time warp. Time warp. Time warp. Yeah. And 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 the um, Sky Kings. But man, I sure love that Sky Kings. I, mean, I pl- played it for eight or ten years straight. And, wow. Very simple game. Very all simple. night. Oh yeah, and it was just it was just some fun. And yeah. I think if I can remember, you would lock that ball up on the left, um, and then you could get up top and get lost in the top a little bit. Mm. It's just such a fun game. Um, and more than the game, I just like the artwork. Um, oh, blue blue clouds everywhere. Right? I wish I could draw shitty stuff like that. Mm, right, because it, <laughs> it's complete shit art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh boy, that's but, okay. Uh, but but that being said, some of the best stuff is shit. Yeah, you know, some of the best things you played when you were a kid were. It was only because it was new. Well, look at South Park that's out there from the early, two thousands, nineteen ninety nine or whatever, and that is really crappy artwork. Because South Park is crappy artwork, and so the whole game is crappy artwork. But it works, you know. Well, it works because of all the the stuff you remember them saying. Right, exactly. Um, I played, uh, brought my kids to the worst bar ever, and we played, uh, we played our Sopranos. What a shitty game. Yeah, it's, And it's you can just bright. play forever and yeah, ever. Oh yeah, exactly. And it, now, as a guy who's spending money on a game, I, I do kind of want to play forever. Right. That's why I was, when I wrote to you that a game I might want to buy would have been um, Teed Off. Hmm. Because it's one of the games we can go to the local arcade, like you and George were talking about. Um, if he ever came down, if if this game didn't work, we could go to the classic arcade in, in uh, Hyannis. And um, but that game we can just play forever and ever. We go to Points. Points is over. It's a little I don't know, how East Ham. How far is that East Ham for instance? Oh, they have uh, games. Yeah, Points. That that yeah. They yeah, get, no they get about They get about I think ten EMs. You've got to be shit. All work in nice shape. But only in only uh, seasonal. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, but in season, yeah, because I, I met I, the guy. I, I've been there for um, pizza and ice or ice cream um, with my nephews and stuff, but I, no, I didn't realize there was games. Yeah, there. got nice EMs there. You get a good selection wow. of them. And he's got a guy that actually works on those EMs, and I, I, I play this. I'm just like, it's pretty decent. It's decent stuff. It's not falling so, apart. So, oh, I remember the guy's name, Pioneer. Pioneer. Um, he's in he's in Hyannis. Okay. Um, one of his relatives used to come to see us play and um met him through him and uh yeah he used to come over and he wasn't an em guy but he would always get it going and he'd mm. always when he walked in the door he'd always say well i'm not an em guy you know i'm a see what i can do later type <laughs> right but, but, he, but he always got it going yeah um and i remember the things that he, that he was able to fix and looking back it seemed pretty obvious yeah. um and it seems to me the problem with these these um simple mechanical things like a guitar yeah, yeah. it's so obvious but um the obvious is the hardest thing to, to yeah, pick yeah, out yeah um the obvious is the least obvious uh hiding in plain sight <laughs> well even your your problem you called me in for today to fix it for a pop bumper you actually you, you know you got motivated you cleaned the play field did a really nice job touch because i can't even see your touch-ups because you know you're a painter so you and you match the paint nice it's like maureen was very envious over here because she paints the play field she goes he did a really nice job because I can't even see where he painted. It's fantastic, and then you did all the uh, all the pop bumpers. You did all this new skirts on them and so forth. So that's a lot of work to pull all that stuff up. Uh, your soldering skills could use a little bit of help, a little bit of work in that part. But thanks, you know, thanks. <laughs> but uh, but besides that part, uh, but the, the big problem you had is that your pop bumper, uh, the lower left one, it just kept blowing fuses all day long, and it was doing the same thing for me. And, and even I, I put even a, uh, a circuit wait, wait, break wait, on. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. Lower right. Yeah. Lower right? right? Yeah. Okay, sorry. You know, and it flipped over. It's okay. That's why it's lower it's left. It's okay. It's okay. Okay, I had mirror. It's like mirror, mirror in Star Trek. Okay, I, I'm right. sorry. I pressed the bell. You pressed the bell. I know That's, I'm not supposed to touch it. Yes. It says don't touch it. Yeah, right. On it. it says do not touch. It says official use only. <laughs> so bad, 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 John, bad. Uh, so, but it was weird when I went in to look at it, right pop bumper. Uh, I really, I couldn't really find it right away. It's like, this is weird. And I took apart the whole switch stack and so forth. And I still couldn't really. And then I, I started saying, okay, let's try, let's try jumping wires from the other puffer that works and take that out of the loop and try it over here. And that worked. And I just started doing a bunch of different things to it. And, and, uh, I got rid of the diode in there that, that tested. Okay. Uh, put all new fuse blocks in there and, uh, and it worked. And it's like, I, I never really got a whole sense of what I actually did to get it working though I just kind of took it as a holistic approach to it but I never really found the only thing I, I sus suspected that the diode was bad that, that's the only thing I could think it is um, but it was just weird that it tested okay and then I, I uh, hot rod it I high tapped the game too to get a little more oomph in the game so uh, but with, with all that it, I mean when I first looked at it it's like I, I looked at Maureen it's like I don't know if I can get this done this, this looks like a really weird problem I even called my friend Stu, who specializes in EMs. Uh, he runs uh, Vintage Pinball Repair out of Framingham, and uh, but he he wasn't available because he, he, he couldn't pick up. Um, you know his, his phone went to voicemail, so uh, it's like okay, well I guess it's me. <laughs> Nobody else. I'm the guy. So I so I did it. No, is a diode as a typical problem um, that you would look for? Yeah, on these games, yeah. So a, a diode is a one. It's a one-way valve kind of thing. So it allows current to flow one way and not flow the other way. So if a diode is shorted or partially shorted, 
it allows current to flow both ways when it's not supposed to, and then that appears as a short to the game. So that makes sense that when you hit the hit the thing, hit the a pop bumper, bang, it shorts and it basically acts as a dead short. That's why I blow blew the fuse all the time. Is it a type of fuse like how it blows like that? Is that to protect the game? Yeah, the fuse. The fuse. No, protects the diode the... as a fuse. Is no, it to protect the, uh, the diode is there. The diode is there to protect the. Uh, bridge rectifier in the game. So it doesn't shoot back at it and burn it. Yeah, because what happens, it, it's it's almost like a uh, collapsing voltage. It, it builds up, and then when it releases, it kind of, it's almost like a wave. It sends the wave back where yeah. it came from, and that wave going back can wreck uh, electronics. It can wreck the bridge rectifier. So this diode stops that wave from going back to where it came from. It kind of shunts it. Gets, it stops it right there in its tracks. So with these games, the older games than this, let's say the 60s games, they had all AC voltage everywhere, but AC voltage everywhere, it's 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 weak voltage, it's not strong, it's very buzzy. Uh, it so takes it, nothing to stop it. They, it's kind of, it's, it's just not, not strong. So with these games in the mid-70s, they decided to bridge rectify the game on certain things, like their uh, their pop bumpers and their kickers on, on these games. And so they took the AC voltage and rectified it, and made it DC, so it's like strong and like has a really solid hit. So um, that's why this game has really strong pop bumpers now, because of the, the DC. I just want to say I, I admire your business motto, because um, we were waiting for the cable guy um, yeah. the other day, and you gave us a time frame of four hours, and you were a time frame of two hours, yes. which is respectable. Yeah, a little, little tighter. It's a little, I, I don't because I don't want the, that. I, it's exactly right. The cable guys with the four hours are all. I'll be there sometime <laughs> tomorrow. That's not good because, you know, I, I appreciate, I put myself out of the, in my customer's spot, you know. You know, they got things to do. You know, they don't want to sit there waiting all day. They can wait all day. I'll be there for between 8 and 5. Now you're wasting your whole day waiting, and I come in at 5 minutes of 5. That sucks, and, and you and it's, it's horrible. So that's why I say I usually, I usually give a two-hour window, and then on top of that, I'll also say I'll try to tighten it up when I say, okay, I'm leaving now, and here's my a little bit tighter ETA when I'm actually going to arrive. So then you know even better. you got even more time to get whatever you need to get done yeah. ahead of me coming. Yeah. You know, so I want to be I be cognizant of people's time because time is valuable. Time is money. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I do. Well, it's, it's great that you travel and come down to places like, you know, Hobunk places like this. And, and I love to hear you going to Maine and saving people's days and because um, uh, you are. Uh, these are... These are cherished items in they people's are. homes that, um, <laughs> not that <laughs> there aren't people. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited too that Dave um, put in the new cough button. Um, yeah, hold on. There's a cough button. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, I got to get the cough button going. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, oh, geez, it just, it just lights up everyone's life. It, like, it is, it is like music, you know, it, it really, um, it's admirable. Um, and someday, in my next life, mm. um, I'm an atheist to a point, but okay. I do believe in a higher power. That's good. Um, that um, someday in my next life, I would like to come back to help people with their electronic problems because um, I'm a sufferer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> and I hold a, a, a large cross over my back. Okay. <laughs> well, you're not really an atheist then. If you're going to cross in your back, it sounds like you're a little well, bit more... Well, I said I'm... I'm not a real atheist. A real, a real, yeah. I just don't buy into everyone's... Um, the dogma. I don't think there's anyone looking down at me necessarily telling me I'm wrong. Okay. All right, well. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to look at it. I'm, I'm more... 
I'm, I'm definitely I'm definitely a uh, Christian guy, brought up Catholic, and then said, "No, nah, I'm really not down with this whole Pope thing. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Not call call no man your father. No, except for the Father in heaven. So I'm 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 kind of on that that spectrum. Um, but uh, but I definitely you know it's it, it definitely higher power because I I really think that um, uh, all this stuff didn't just happen. I don't believe in a big bang. I don't believe it just like you know the eyeball the eyeball was just made by accident. You know, all this intricate it, stuff well, made by accident. It can't be. It's can't mathematical. Be. It's everything. Right. It's, it's Fibonacci, Fibonacci numbers. You know Fibonacci? It, that stuff it's there. It's unavoidable. Yeah. Um, there's more, there's intelligence are, going these on. These are it's obvious things. Yes. Um, like the pyramid. It's unavoidable that it could have been there longer. It's unavoidable right. that like these people didn't build these things for their own um, self-well-being. Some people be, say that pyramids are before the Egyptians. They, they predate uh, it's hard to deny. Who knows? It's hard to deny. Right. Yeah. Um, that, I, I realized all, all my truth-seeking and looking for knowledge and so forth, the more I know, the more I realize I don't know. You know? It's like when your pinball machine dies, um, you were an atheist before it died. But after that, when you show up and fix it, you do believe in God. Hey, okay. All right, great. Beautiful. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be worshipped as deity, but okay, I'll go. With, I'll just go with doctor. Now, is that a doctor like um, Bill Cosby? No, <laughs> Doctor Bill Cosby. No, Bill Cosby's got his problems. Doctor Huxtable. Oh, so not like Biden's wife? No, oh, okay. no, hell no, no. Wait, wait, I don't know what, what is she even a doctor of? I, I don't even know. I I want to be a doctor at some point. Uh, I have an honored, honorary doctorate, a doctorate of pinball. Through uh, and, and we agree, we, as pinball fanatics, we definitely agree. Hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or else we would just tell you, look, come on, with the doctor. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, some oh, some people actually told me. I have a friend of mine that actually are nurses and doctors. She, uh, one time she said to me, "Say, you know, I I know doctors, and they they would take offense to you calling yourself doctor. It's like." You know, have you ever heard of doctorate? You're a doctorate of philosophy. You're a doctorate. Of, you get a doctorate, honorary doctorate of this. It doesn't always mean medical doctor. It means a expertise in a subject. That's what people it means. get upset when they can't get the acclimates that you get. Maybe they had a little jealousy situation going on. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Don't believe me. I had some of that going on. You know, on. I mean. Oh yeah. yeah it's my, tough to avoid. It is tough to avoid. I, I had a I had a, a classic pinball league years ago. And uh, it was going great, uh, five-year run, and uh, and what happened is I, hey, everybody and everyone, all are welcome. Come on in, more uh, and uh -oh. more friends of friends of friends. Don't even know these people are in my house. And who is this guy? And all of a sudden, a couple of upstarts saying, "Yeah, you know, we th we think we could probably run this better." It's like, well, that's nice, but it's my league, and I started it, and I made this whole thing happen. Well, I don't know, blah blah blah. And then they then they do like a whole. You know, CC everybody. I think I should do it. It's like, you know what, guys? Let's just, I'm going to put it all on hiatus. How's that sound? How about you don't play my games at all? How's that sound? Well, do it. Go do it. Oh, they tried to. Yeah, yeah, go do oh, it. Oh, and you oh, be the, oh, you know you'd what? be the master of success. And guess what happened? <laughs> guess what happened? My five-year run, guess what happened? After about a year, it failed. Because I, I left. I said, go, go ahead. You guys know it all. You know it all. You go do it. Failed. Especially with the freaking cooties that came in. These guys, they're all like, oh, I'm scared, I'm afraid. Well, you guys are wimps. 
Everyone wants to do something for free until they have to do it for free. Yeah, exactly. Because because what I was doing, and this is what this guy was, was was weirded out. And this guy has he has money anyway, but who gives a sh- who gives a crap? Um, my wife, you know, we would do a, a finals. We do like a whole you know, uh, couple month long, go house to house to house. This guy had ten games to play. This guy had ten. All these great houses of pinball machines to play. Different titles. All old school. All like old Chicago, that kind of stuff, you know, you know, run on a time frame. And then we play finals at our place. And my games, I'd bring up like I had like seventy games to choose from, so I'd bring up new stuff. I'd spend a lot of time hauling games up, setting them up, making sure they're nice. All this time. I'd and put if into I it. was them, I'd be like, <coughs> "You bragger." <laughs> There's the door. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> you don't, you don't want to play? Instead, instead, I'm like, can I come? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what should happen. I, if, if I was on the outside looking in, can I come too? You know, you, or, you fix the games. Yeah, you go do it. Yeah. <laughs> you guys just ruined my games. Right, right. You guys are playing all day long. I'm working all day long in these games. Plus, I'm, I'm busy working on my customers' games, and I, I'm setting these things up. And on top of that, she's making, like, these awesome meatball sandwiches, homemade meatballs and all stuff. She's putting on a big, giant spread. And then you know, at the, you know, we, we we chip in some money so for for the for the finals. And I, I basically took I think like like fifteen percent. Fifteen percent goes back to the house for the food and that kind of crap. Who gives a crap? It, it's like thirty bucks minus. So you threw five or six bucks at it. Who gives a crap? These guys, a couple of guys did. That's the problem. They got all kind of they got all kind of pissy about a couple of bucks. Like, I right, well, then see you later. I guess it's not worth it to you. Bye. Well, you're like me. My Frisbee golf tournament, which I've been holding for three years at my 50-acre property in Paris, Maine. I spend my whole summer working on the property alone, and I bring a couple buddies up that are enthusiastic. They don't even give a crap about Frisbee golf. They just want to mow grass. Great. And we cut trees and mow grass, <laughs> yeah. and then uh, I, I, I make the awards, um, necklaces, and fund the prizes, um, some herb. And then, oh, okay, uh, that's a good price. And then... Uh, <laughs> But everyone's thankful because they're not going to do it. Sure. And but eventually they'll probably turn on me, is what you're telling me. They could. <laughs> it's possible. We don't know. But if they're your buddies, see, if they're your buddies. You well, know them. Keep, see, keep see, I did only friends. Only friends. See, I had friends of friends. I didn't know these no people. No family. Uh, no, get some family too. But that can be weird too. That can be weird too. No, but family. But family is a little more tighter. But when you have friends of friends that are just weird and just kind of. Jealous, jealous. Like put it this way, I had all my games out there, and you know, I. Sometime you got to come up, and I'll show you my stuff. Yeah, why can't but, I do it? Well, they're looking at looking at my games with the fine tooth combs. Like, well, I don't know this thing. This there's one light bulb out here. It's like, you know what? F you. And believe me, and I I take that seriously. That light bulb, but it's like all I, I the have, light bulbs were out at one point. Right, exactly. I have ten games to freaking deal with. I just got home for a ten hour day working somewhere. I'm sorry, one light bulb. But it's like any excuse to kind of just like put a, a little chink in the armor kind of thing. Just a little f you. It's like, you know what, get the frick out of here. I, I guess I'll, I should have done It's like, well, okay, this game's busted. I'm just going to shut it off. And hey, now well, you can't play it for one light bulb. Okay. It's a motivator because you get rid of them and motivate yourself. Yeah. Well, I did. I basically, I got rid of, I basically got rid of all of them. Basically, I told all of them. I said, well, who, uh, are you all the same opinion of this guy over here? Or, you know, and I got only out of 16 guys, I got like two or three guys that said, no, no, I totally appreciate what you're doing. It's like, I only got three guys that really stood up. And I say, really? All you guys? You're just going to, okay, well, we're shutting her down. Goodbye. Have fun. 
Good luck playing any good game besides... I have some nice stuff. Sorry. Well... See you later. Being one of the only people that works on them and to tell that person that they're wrong seems to be uh, wrong in its own right. It's kind of stupid. It's kind of... It's just... Then one one of the guys was saying, well, I just, I just... We should just have a league and just play for free. It's like, no, dude. Just just chip in 30... It's $30 for, for like... I think like two and a half, three months of play. It's nothing. And then at the end of it, you have a chance, if you do really well, you can win. You can win about a couple hundred bucks. It's Just freaking do it. It's a cost of a meal. It's a cost of a meal. Yeah, these days especially. Yeah. Well, it's like going to a restaurant and then you you buy, you, you know, you end up buying all the food and you're like, oh, really? And then the, then the people that didn't buy the food take the food home. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. I've seen that happen before, too. That's when you get rid of that person. Yeah, exactly. So, you know... As another friend of mine said, uh, he said, you know, it once, time and time again, or sometimes you have to, you got to weed your garden, you have to trim the bushes a little bit. Uh, so I weeded my garden. I weeded the garden, got rid of all the weeds, pulled them all up, and now I allow new growth to come in. So now I, I had a, a recent couple tournaments now where I, had, I kept some of the, you know, cream of the crop of the last crew that actually had my back a little bit, and they were nice. I brought them in. Everybody else... I didn't invite you guys. Sorry, you 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 do not. You, you have to be this tall to ride this ride, uh, and and I had other new people come in that I know and like, and I had a, a house full of people. We had a great time. There's no drama. There's no jealousy. No nothing. Just a good bunch of people. No no BS. Well, like you said about the weeds, um, I have a garden and it is mostly weeds, and uh, and I've seen gardens that are all fruit and vegetables and uh, I'm happy with the weeds um, and if I do step foot in a garden that has fruit and vegetables mm. I couldn't be happier right yeah yeah exactly because you know? uh, it's it's not my garden um, and it's probably not ever going to be my garden um, but but sometimes but some, and also another thing you have to, another friend of mine Mike he said you have to uh, you have to sometimes you have to trim the trees to encourage new growth I mean you're, you're going to you, you know Growing, even growing a pot bush, yeah. you got to trim to encourage yeah. two growth. Yeah. It's the same kind of thing, you know. So, so there's that, and, and I get it too. Um, but I, I learned a lot too. I had a good, I had a good five year run, and it was good while it lasted. Until it's hard for things to keep running. That you have a really good thing, it's hard for a really good thing to keep going forever because nothing good lasts forever. It seems, you know. Well, you guys were doing a podcast, you know, a couple times a month. Three, three, four times a month, yeah. and then now it's once a month, uh, and it's just as enjoyable. And uh, like you said, we do, lo we do long form now. And eventually, there won't be a Dr. Dave for us to discuss um, over his um, wrongdoings and right doings. Yes, um, right. We'll have to go back over the old stuff. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It, actually, it's funny. That's what George says. George says, you wouldn't believe how people keep hitting our back catalog. They see our stuff and they go back and they, they just keep hitting the back catalog all down because there's tons of there's tons of games to go after. There's tons of material to listen to. Now our early stuff, granted, it's kind of it's raw. It's doesn't sound as good. It's not as polished, you know. But it's still it's, it's early it's, Rolling Stones. Yeah, right, right, exactly. It's the first album. Yeah, you know, <laughs> which is usually the best. Right. <laughs> Even though it has scratches, yeah, and it gets loud in certain points, right? And, exactly. You know, it's part of the the beauty of the flower. Sometimes the thought process is better than the actual process. Yeah, I think I'm, so. I, I'm 100 percent sure because uh, every good idea starts off as a great idea, and right. turns out to be a hopefully a all right idea. 
Well, the worst thing is, you know, when you see a good old boy from down the south say, hey, y'all, watch this, and then bad things happen. After <laughs> then there's a tree involved. Yeah, a tree involved. <laughs> some blood. Some water. Uh, blood. You, you know, broken limb. <laughs> things like that happen, certainly. So, uh, so back to, circle back again, back to uh, pinball again here for a second. So, if you had your druthers, what, what games would you put in your game room if you had, uh, you know, I don't know because I'm I, I I have a hard time remembering um, things. Um, I would I would know when I saw it and uh, and I know when I feel it. I think and and really um, pinball is a feeling, yeah. and a thought, and uh, really it's looking at a picture and saying I need this. Yeah, like, like yeah. I said, the evil can evil. Right. It, it's it, it's part like this game was born when I was born. Yeah, must be why I have it. Um, right. Same thing with the uh, Sky. It's it's odd that the Sky Kings, I think, too, is a 76. I think uh, it's probably right around there, 75, 76. Yeah, 75. Single player. Yeah, and uh, yeah. and I think you just get drawn to those things. But uh, like I said, I, I think, I, I mean, I... How bow and arrow? You play bow and arrow? No. Because that's, that's the same generation as that game there. So it's a bally, same year as that one. You, if you like that game, you like bow and arrow. Um Hocus Pocus. I'm lucky to be able to have one game and love it for the rest of my life. You yeah. know, it's like a pair of shoes, you know? Like, yeah. I guess I would like another Sky Kings. Wow. <laughs> you probably picked up for a song because people aren't looking for Sky Kings that much. Oh, so I know. Can... I traded it for a three-wheeler and it didn't run and I'm pretty sure it ended up in the trash. Okay. I, I wish she gave it back to me. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. Well, that's where the three-wheel came I, from, your Honda. Well, and, and also, I, I think if I got another game, I would like to have a story behind it. Um, right. Like your... Like my old Chicago, Chicago. yeah. Um, it would be nice to have some kind of connection to it. Um, it's all about a connection. Uh, it's spiritual. It's, it's physical. It is, it's, uh, yeah. Um, and and to, to show that to someone else, that um, that this is your connection. Right. You know, right? Right. I mean, like... Yeah, like, for instance, I have a, I have a Genie, which is 1978... Gottlieb Genie, wide body. Uh, I found it because a guy called me to work on his uh, Stern Magic from 1978. And I went to his house and found he is a, um, what is he? Mortician. Yeah, mortician. Funeral director, mortician guy, okay? And he wanted to trade me. He had a Genie and he wanted to, oh no, he wanted to trade me for the Magic. That's right, I had a Magic. So I said, okay, yeah, I'll give you a nice restored Magic for your genie, because I didn't really care for magic, and I wanted the genie. Genie's a better, genie's a better game, but genie wasn't working. So when I got it home, and I worked on it and so forth, I looked inside the paperwork, and, and I saw all its history on where it was, the bowling alley it came from, and the people who worked on it, the technicians. It was the bowling alley I went to as a kid. This was the genie I played There's as a connection. kid. There's the connection this that was, we're talking this about. This was the genie I played as a child, like his age. I was playing this particular genie, so now I can't let this game go. It's my game. It's, it's like what Mc, I play. It's like McDonald's, um, that the burger with the little cuts of uh, onions, play, the dehydrated. Onions. Yeah, you you loved the dehydrated I onions. I did. I did. I love those <laughs> no burgers. No one likes dehydrated onions. But, but I did back then. <laughs> those were fantastic back then. When was the last time you went in your kitchen and used dehydrated onions? Never. <laughs> Never. But I but back in that time frame, I loved a McDonald's burger. I had like five, four or five of them as a kid, and put the ketchup on it with the dehydrated and the pickle. That was beautiful. That yeah. was that was like a delicious meal. 
Now, I think the, the food from back then, I think it was not as crappy as today. I think they actually had better quality meat back then. Who knows what they're using now? Sawdust and probably floor some, sweepings. Probably some beef, beef fat in there. Beef fat, some soy. Yeah. You know, yeah. Some Bill Gates uh, Beyond Meat, probably. Who knows what the heck's of that crap. <laughs> yeah, good good stuff. But, uh, yeah. The, it's an endless horizon, um, all these uh, made-up products. Yeah, exactly. Again, back to, like, real food, real stuff. Go, you know, I, I think, you know, being a hunter and going out, getting it, killing it, butchering it, cooking it, that's a more honest way to live. It's honest, you know. We grow oysters. Um, you get chickens, they're too. Sal- they're, they, they're, we don't need to feed oysters. They feed off of the surface of the water, all the phytoplanktons and stuff, and um, little microorganisms. And... Uh, that's the kind of farm you want where you don't yeah. have to do anything. Yeah, right. Yeah. Lazy man farm. You should call it lazy man oyster. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, I keep trying to switch my logo, but my logo guy tells me don't do it. Yeah, it looks good. I like it. I got your, I got your stuff in my game room right now. I got little stickers of your stuff. It's yeah. great. Yeah. But how, so how did you actually get one from being a painter to into oysters anyway? So I was maybe 24, 25, and my sister worked at the bar. Um, Lost Dog Pub, great bar. Oh, Lost Dog, I've been yep. there. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's family now because she's um, right in Dennis. married to uh, a nephew who runs a sandbar, and we have our oysters there. And um, my old-timer buddy that I used to do carpentry, he was a carpenter that I worked on the crew, and um, he was in the bar, and he goes, they're giving out free oyster grants. And so I went and put my name in, and 15 years later, I got an oyster grant, and I have another one coming up. So we got an acre from the state. Oh, from this, oh, wow. And it costs good. nothing to own. Wow. Um, you just have to work it, uh, which is the best way to own something. Yeah. Show that you're worthy. And uh, like the pinball machine, mm. show that you're worthy. Yeah. Do, do a little bit of artwork. Do a little bit of touch-ups. Um, then get the guy like you in to solve the problem. Right. And um, you don't need to be a mathematician. You don't need to know all that. You just need to know how to push the stuff around and the numbers around. Um, but... Uh, so that yeah, then so then I got the farm, and uh, that that guy had um, failed with multiple others, and they all told me um, that they were great at it, and that's why they failed, and uh, th- which made me hmm. painfully aware that you can't be great at something and, and, and fail. fail. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, so it made me pull back and say, I'm going to run two businesses. And, and devote myself to, um, as a musician, devote myself to, like, an idea, um, a cartoon, a logo, a, a picture that inspires you, um, just like the artwork on that machine. Because hmm. um, half of the joy of these pinball machines is the art. Um, it's got to be 40%. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and more than that. The artwork is draws you in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just a blank uh, white whatever just and just just a whitewood play field it wouldn't be nearly as exciting to play like most great musicians um it's because they started at a certain time they can be obnoxiously bad um but still bob dylan but still um be completely (laughs) um rewarding (laughs) rewarding to watch right (laughs) bob dylan (laughs) i saw bob dylan open up for the grateful dead one year and uh I watched the fence get torn down. Some guy was climbing across a tree, and we were in the woods because we didn't have tickets. Yeah. It was the last big show. I think it was Highgate in Vermont. And uh, 
he's crawling across the tree and it, it the branch dropped crushed the fence and we all ran in and then the next day in the news it was concerts are over forever blah 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 because wow. this, this major thing happened and we were sitting there watching it happen and uh it was enjoyable um it's nice to watch chaos sometimes yeah, yeah. and that's you know pinball is chaos it's yeah. it's it's controlled chaos it's something doing something that you can't control until you realize that it is slightly controlled right right like it, like like i was saying my boy um taught me that if that ball comes down to the left to the left flipper and if he just doesn't react just let it bounce over it will just stop right and as soon as it stops then hit it and you get that point yeah, you want right um just like listening to you talking to the to your buddies on the pinball podcast um you know the greats they all have a little trick like that um, yeah not that like you like on the reason podcast not that you should use a trick to win a game right um not that you should oh the centaur one you shouldn't necessarily take advantage of an obvious obvious um thing but um me playing against my kids i can right yeah (laughs) Yeah, right exactly (laughs) use to your advantage and i will oh yeah sure why not well they have youth in their side so you got to take anything they don't know right no exactly (laughs) that's great Uh, but i always call pinball uh, it's playable artwork yep you know that's, that's what it is and uh I I just am amazed by the um, engineering involved in in how all, like all the like in that old school EM there the old Chicago has all the uh, you know uh, machinations and re- relays fun. and fun and it's it's like you know it's very fun in a box yeah take away the um, the noise and the like we're saying take away the noise and the art how long would you play it for yeah not as much fun oh well, speaking of that you know in Germany. Um, I, I told us to George on the podcast recently that uh, they had to export all these games, the EMs, these Bally games to Germany. They had to take all those chimes out because Germans didn't want it. The German shop owner said, no, it's too distracting. We don't want any, no noise. Take away from sales. Yeah, it took, yeah, it did. Yeah, they didn't want it. They didn't want it in the shop. So they, so it just like, imagine no chimes in that game, just like clunk, clunk, the ball's running around. That's all you had for noise. No chimes. I have uh I'm sure you read it. The um, that pinball book up top there. Oh yeah, um, R. C. Clark or um, Rosignoli. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but it, it goes through the history of um, pinball and you know the wrecking of pinballs yeah. and the rebuilding of pinballs yeah. and uh, yeah. and uh, you know all the lost art. Yes. And uh, it's amazing how um, it almost got religious at a point where it was like uh, you know it was a Salem witch trial against it basically. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Oh yeah, there was. Oh, they were taking sledgehammers and stuff and bringing, putting stuff in the harbor in New York Harbor. Well, might as well have been booze. It might as well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Cause, well, actually, because it was kind of, the mob was into the game and they were gambling with stuff back in the days. So back in the day, they'd have a knockoff button. So you'd win games and it would go up to like 50 credits and say, hey, bartender, pay me off. And they'd give you a bunch of nickels. And then he'd go bang, 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 knock him down to zero again. So there was some gambling going on. But not this stuff. The stuff from the 60s and 70s, no. Stuff from the 50s and 40s, yeah, there was some of that mixed in. Oh, woodleg ones. Yeah, the woodleg ones, there was some of that mixed in, you know. And they, and those games were a lot harder to play. Those games pachinko were... Pachinko and stuff. Well, the, yeah, pachinko, that's a whole other thing. That's that's a Japanese thing. I, I get calls for... Oh, can you work on my pachinko game? No, just pinball. Oh, you machines. mean the one with the ball drops the ball, and hits sticks? The, <laughs> it hits sticks. Ding, 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 ding. No, I'm not working on that, no. Not it's, as exciting. Not as exciting. It's like, get a pinball machine. It's like, then I get people that want to 
sell me like a, a home model from Sears a pinball machine. It's like, no, that's or fix it or whatever. It's like, no, I don't want to fix it and I don't want to buy it. It was oh, meant to be thrown away when they bought exactly. it. Exactly. It was a home model. It was meant to be thrown away. It's just not to, you know. Although I will say the Bally, the Bally home models they made, they had they actually used some real good parts in them. And, and I actually have fixed a couple of those. They actually, even though they don't, there's a lot of stuff they don't make, but the other stuff that does translate from this stuff, and I got them running. Is Bally the king of pinball? Bally... Yeah, Bally is kind of the overall. Uh, or... Well, it depends what era you're talking about. You know, I, I'd say Gottlieb is more. I, I call more like the uh, going in car brands. Like Gottlieb's a Cadillac. You know, Bally was more of a I don't know GM, and and Stern was a little more I don't know sort of Ford ish. But um, but but Gottlieb back in the day, they all their their assemblies and their mechanics were strong and overbuilt and just really well designed. Uh, Bally was well designed too, but their their mechs weren't quite as beefy. And then Sternbeck in that time frame, just cheesy pot metal got all this white crap on it. Not nearly built as nearly as well, but the Stern games in the time frame were more fun to play. Even though the, the inner mechanics were not as durable, whoever designed the games, they had more flow. It flowed. The ball would flow around and flow nice. And uh, Bally games are more clunky-chunky. The ball would go up, it would come down. Chunk, chunk, chunk. You know, yeah. Stern games would be like flow nice. Uh, Gottlieb games are a little bit chunky too. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what it's I It's funny how you can become like a fanboy about something because I'm a... I would say I would want a Bally game um, because it's yeah, just Bally. about all I've owned. Yeah, Bally and, is good um, stuff. Yeah, and uh, you can put the blinders on and, and say like I like Nike or I like right. Coca Cola, and uh, and it's it's hard to get away from that. Um, also, you feel comfortable like with a Cadillac, right? Or yeah, or it's like I, I used to have VW um, Synchro or or a Bus or some stuff like that, or a Jeepster um, yeah. Commandos, and. Uh, even though Jeepster, was, George, Jeepster. Even though it wasn't the best um, <laughs> car ever made, it's hard to get away from uh, the nostalgics of um, of uh, all you have to do is take interest in something and then nothing else matters. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you, you zone in. It's like being a Mac person. Right. Uh, I, I would never get a PC. Well, that's why I'm the commercials. I'm, I'm a Mac. Well, the commercials person. were like, oh, I'm a Mac, I'm a PC, I'm a Mac. And the, and the Mac would totally be fun of, you know, I'm free flowing Mac. I can do whatever I want. And the PC, I'd be have a, a pocket protector. I'm just here, and I'm, you know, I, I don't, I'm non moving and non bunging, and I'm not creative. The Mac guy's like, yeah, I'm totally creative and free flowing. I'm young and free. But unfortunately, to own a PC, you had to be more creative to keep everything out of it. And yeah, all the, you, all the yeah. gremlins. Yeah, and exactly. Stuff. And, uh, and, yeah. Uh, and so, I guess I chose Mac because uh, I thought it was going to be easy. And it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not. No. PC's way easier. The, the world runs, the, the corporate world runs on PC. You know, so everything runs on PC. PC, Google, all that good stuff. So, but I, I can do Mac, but it's just not as, it's not as intuitive to me. I, I, I just, I'm, I'm Android and PC guy. Um, and as for the, uh, in the pinball world too, it's like there's many different languages here too. And you got to know, you know, electromechanical, you got to know, you know, Old Williams, New Williams, Old Bally, New Bally, Old Stern, New Stern. There's like all different flavors to know, and it all comes with time and experience. And uh, I think with yeah. the EMs too, you can feel the electricity going to the 
the you second can, the second before it gets to a spot, yeah. you already know it's traveling. Yeah, it's a lot more visceral. This game's a lot more visceral. You can feel the Whereas thing. Whereas like clunking. a newer digital game, it's it's you already anticipate that it already knows what you this, did. This game is these EMs are more physical. The modern Stern game stuff and the, and the Jersey Jack stuff is more visual. It's a visual entertainment. There's all kinds of lights and, and it's shows. A slot and machine. Stuff. Yeah, it's slot machine. All kinds of buzzy lights and, and, and sub, there's a subwoofers in it. There's all kinds of, you know, it's like, it's over the top visual sound experience, but doesn't have a physical experience. This stuff where you can feel the game working inside. You can feel things like pumping and chunking and so forth. So it's a little more. Something to be said about analog. Yeah, there is. It's analog. And there's something to be said about analog because we're, we're analog creatures. Yeah. I think um, our generation doesn't want to let go of the analog. Yeah. We don't want to let go of the um, the connection we have to the next part. Um, whereas we don't know, understand the connection um, in the computer world. You don't have to. Um, you don't have to know the math. And it's, it's all done for you. Right. Um, press the button. Yeah. Well, like with his, with his world, I mean, is he, you know, on the phone and so forth and his strong thumbs and so forth? Yeah. 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 But just as much. Um, but he's also in the outside world too. He's out with the dirt bikes. And well, he he's lucky. His dad builds him skateboard ramps. Yeah, there you we, go. And we have the property, and we do all sorts of fun stuff that has to do with like hitting and cutting and yeah, and doing physical things, and, right? Uh, Real world stuff, not that virtual world stuff. Is well. stuff that will be lost. Yeah, yeah. Because eventually, the vir virtual world will be lost. The physical stuff you're actually building something, and it's for yeah. for time and yeah. memoriam. Yeah, it's way better. Yeah, yeah I think a, so. It's a real deal. Same thing with same thing with money too. You know, money is even though it's fiat currency, at least you can hold it in your hand. Bitcoin, you can't. You know. Well, it's like a child. Child doesn't appreciate money because it's it's you press a button, which is can I, and the person says yes, and then it appears. Um, right. So, and when we were young, it was can I know. Okay, well, I'm gonna either take a dollar from my mom's wallet, or I'm gonna, <laughs> or I'm gonna go cash some cans in, right. or I'm gonna beg. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yep. Yeah, it's when the chrome was thick and women were straight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, now now chrome isn't what it used to be. I know. Yeah, it's pseudo chrome. Yeah. Yeah, even even uh, backglass mirroring. Like I think I'm a, your game. No, you don't need mirroring in your game, but there's usually mirroring on backglass back in the time frame. It was real mirroring, in today's stuff because so it's reflect, toxic. Reflected. Re yeah, reflect like a real mirror, like outline of the letters and so forth would be mirror, you know. And today's stuff, uh, it's hard to get it because it's, it's a toxic way to make the stuff. So they make a pseudo mirror. It's more of a. So it felt more dimensional. Yeah, um, yeah. As yeah. far as it like grabbed you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It had more of a three dimensional thing going felt on. Felt more like thought. Yeah. Rather than. Yep. Yeah, and so it wasn't as flat. It was yeah. more like a depth to it. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, but they, you know, they 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 this gray, this gray stuff they use instead. It looks kind of like mirror, but not quite the same. No, touching up back glass. That's um, tough. Because you're gonna leave a stain. Yeah, you have to have something that's trans that's transparent ink. Yeah. Transparent, so it has to allow light to go through. So you have to hit it. You have to get the right color and the right amount of stuff on there. So sometimes you're better off not touching it up, so you can still see the product. Um, yeah, I, I no, I'll still I will actually touch up a back glass, and I'll you know, especially if it's really you know, 
junky whatever or or we a couple of spots and i'll like just thinly, thinly put something on this so when a light shows through it doesn't really like blarely uh blaringly say bang it's a light bulb showing through here so to kind of mute that effect you know uh, the good thing is is they um they are making new back classes um these days that are they're pretty close to original the i would say that a lot of them don't have the um fine detail as much as the original so if you have a if you have is like that because they're computer printed yeah the yeah, yeah. The, the the dpi yeah you know not isn't, isn't quite as good not silk screened you know it's not quite as good so but they're good if you if your thing was trashed or you didn't have one it's great but if you had one that's like an eight or a nine original over a perfect repro i'd probably take the eight or nine original well and it's funny that like you can take a newer um electronically designed um photo it doesn't have the same grab as the one that only had five colors. Yeah, yeah. That created the same picture, because uh, because your eyes can only focus on so much, so it it can, becomes this big blur of 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 uh, awesomeness compared to I see everything perfectly. And well, it's almost like a painter when a painter paints something. Like I just saw recently, uh, uh, Owen Benjamin. Someone painted a picture of him. Uh, playing the piano for his two young children, the children on the top of the piano over here, and this one guy, one other kid looking on, was playing, and the lights coming through. So she, the, this artist, took that picture, this real picture, and she did her interpretation of it, and it was kind of blurry and so forth. But how she did it was like your mind interprets what it is, and it, it was beautiful. Even though it was like, if you look at it right on top of it, it's all blurred, and you can't really tell. There's no real, no sharp detail. But you don't need the sharp detail. It encourages a you feeling. You need space between. Yeah. Uh, to, to, to create that detail. Um, distance. Right. And, and, but it's also, you, it, you get a feeling from the painting. It's more organic feeling. If you actually just saw the, just the raw picture, yeah, sure. Well, that's it shocks something. your imagination rather than yeah. making you look at it and go, wait a minute. Right. Your <laughs> imagination has to build it. Your brain has to build what's going on in that picture. And it kind of more engaging and kind of... There's more going on. There's yeah. more thought process yeah. in that. So it's, that's what's cool about a painting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're at well, we're at an hour hour and twelve in, so we got a pretty good run here. Well, I mean, and you're coming back to the Cape at some point, and I'm yeah. I, like I said, I would love to take you out to the farm and have yeah. a little recreation. Yeah, I definitely no like that. No pinball involved. Sure. Were, no talking about pinball. Okay. Just, okay. Just recreate. Okay, I can do that. That sounds good. <laughs> I can try. I can try to do that. And I'm going to send you home with some sauce and some oysters. Yes, yes, sauce and oysters sounds good. And to me. now you're an expert oyster opener. Yeah, I I I use screwdriver. Screwdriver, and I I realized someone told me. I'll give you a knife. Would you like a knife? Sure. All right. Yeah. Oh, cool. Awesome. I heard that uh, you get them really cold and pop them is better than having them warmed up and pop them because they they're cold. So they easily oysters pop them. do not taste good above 45 degrees. Okay. Um, the cold is what makes them taste good. And, uh, but if you cook them, you cook them anyway. Though. Yeah, but if you're not cooking them. Okay. I mean, you're cooking them. Yeah. But uh, if you're not cooking them, you want them at 32 degrees. Oh. Cold, cold, cold. And it brings out the sugar. Um, and it brings out the texture. Um, oh. And warmer, it brings out the pastiness and the... Uh, you know? Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. The thing I never understood about eating a raw oyster, though, is... Uh, Two bites. I, you want to take two bites and then swallow it. But I see people just like go, oh, just shoot them, and no, it's like you don't even not... you don't even taste them. It's in your stomach. I'll I'll explain to you the proper way to eat yeah, oyster. Yeah. So you, if you're gonna have some sauce on there, that's fine. Yeah. But you open it and you, 
little sip of the sauce, little okay. sip of the juice, the, okay. the, the terroir, yeah. the, the water. That's where it was grown. That's the salt water. It's not processed. It's the water from the ocean. So then you're drinking saltwater ocean water? You're just drinking straight water. It hasn't been processed through the oyster. It's just okay. in the oyster. Okay. And then you take a little sip. Then you push it into your mouth after. So you take a little sip and a little breather. Okay. Nice breath to clear your palate. Okay. Then you push it in your mouth. Two bites. You'll you'll feel the crunch if it's nice and cold. Okay. Or you'll feel the break of the break of the body. Okay. And then then you eat it and you save a little bit of the liquid. And then, hmm. and that's how you tell if an oyster is really good. Okay, and you said you said you kind of crunch on it too. You said you kind of chew it twice. Yeah, you wanna you wanna you wanna split that. Hopefully, the body isn't split when you open it, because you don't want any of the water to be mixed with the body. Okay. Um, and then yeah, and then it it'll, it should have a nice break in it. It should you should kind of feel it. Um, okay. Now are you sick voices by now. You have so much oyster. You sick them. You still like them. No. Okay. Who gets sick of life? <laughs> no, no. It's um. What's your preferred way? The, the raw? The way I'm giving them to you. You like them like the with the cream sauce okay. and the okay. booze okay. and yeah. all the good stuff. Okay. And, okay. Uh, but uh, but I do appreciate a, a, a raw oyster, and uh, I would like it with a little bit of um, ENC barbecue sauce. It's a vinegar sauce, mm. and it's hardly a barbecue sauce, but it's delicious. It's mm. uh. It's more of a vin vinaigrette. Okay. So ENC. Where do you get that from? You can get it um, at most stores. Um, okay. It's a old school bottle, like a looks like an old beer bottle, and uh, it's just delicious. What a, what a great company! But um, I bought it for um, years ago for pulled pork, and it was horrible. Mm. But then I noticed it had a little oyster on it. Okay, there you go. It's for oysters. Yeah. And now I tell people I make it. Okay, now, yeah, well, why not? <laughs> Slap your little label on there, call it done. I yeah. like it. I like it. Well, looking forward to coming back here again, and maybe uh, I definitely like to go out and see the the farm there. Uh, I I'd like your I like your chicken things you get going on there. You got the chickens over there; it's cool too. Um, and maybe at some point uh, hitting hitting points you sometime during the summertime, hitting hitting the uh, some oh, pinball stuff. You know, hell yeah, that'd be fun. You know? Blast. Yeah. No, I'm always around, and um, don't got much going on, so. You know much going on? What are you talking about? You freaking buckaroo bonsai. You got, you got you got children. You got freaking a band. You got a pinball machine. You got an oyster thing. What don't you have going on? I don't know. How, I, I don't know. I, I make my head spin. Well, I don't want you. I don't want you to feel bad about yourself. Okay. Well, <coughs> I appreciate it. You know, I'm a humanitarian. I'm just I'm just a poor pinball doctor, Jim. You, think, you know, that's all. Well, anyway, this has been the uh, classic pinball podcast. Doctor Dave talking to John Jolly of Jolly Oyster. And it's been a blast. Thank you, Dave. And hey. Thank you, Maureen. You're welcome. Yes, thank you, Maureen. Uh, I'm psyched you guys came and um, couldn't be happier. Cool. Cool. I'm glad we got to fix this old Chicago because uh, I, was, I wasn't quite sure the old girl was going to come alive, but but she's happy now. So that's a good thing. Happy to Last thing I'm going to say is I'm so glad I didn't keep working on it. Yeah, good thing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, because I'll, uh, you know, you, you're... You're doing pretty good otherwise. I just got to work on your soldering skills. Yeah. You know, we got the, got the... I'm slightly mechanical. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's why I don't get into the modern games as of yet. Right. Because uh, it's out of my realm. Now, you're, you're getting it done, though. I, I see you, you get some talent here. You get some mechanical ability. So, yeah, you're, you're, you're coming along. I've seen a lot worse, put it that way. But uh, anybody have, a, uh, have a, a great day, great night, 
and uh, we will see you on the next run. See ya. machine restored. But George, you don't know what you're saying. You're under their control. This joker's not only stupid, he's a moron besides. I heard that. Thanks for the compliment. Hasta la vista, baby.